Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 65 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yeah. And, uh, boy, it's been a special week for me. Uh, I feel like I'm trying to do all kinds of stuff that mm. I should have done a long time ago, and then I just, like, now everything's happening at once. And yeah. so I've just, like, done nothing instead is oh, my that's... main thing. But you have tomorrow. I do have tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't play many games this week. I played two. One of them I played a little bit. And the other one I played to completion, but it still wasn't very long. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we got information about the PlayStation Five. It's gonna be called the PlayStation. I 5. can't believe that they came out and said that like it was an announcement, yeah. as if like, no, yeah, you guys <laughs> did PlayStation One through Four, but this time mm-hmm. I was sure it was gonna be different. Fuck off! That was so stupid. When I yeah. saw that as a headline, I was like, yeah. Uh huh. So like Xbox, yeah. that will be an actual announcement. Yeah, because, like, it will ooh. be because what the fuck is it yeah, called? Yeah. I think they might finally just make it the Xbox. Yeah, but then like, what do you do with the next one? Then it's the next box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I I don't know. Like I, you would it, it would be like fucking the iPad where mm-hmm. it's like oh this is just the iPad, but it's the one that came out in 2015 and then it's on like a rolling cycle. But so then, if you had an Xbox that came out in 2012, that one would get dropped off eventually, and you would do whatever. That gets kind of confusing though. It does, but I mean, like, because like, people can fucking figure it out with iPads. I have faith that people who are yeah, but I think the iPhone is the better system where it's like the iPhone, like you know, five, and then there's the five S. Yes, the six, and then the six. Knows what all of those means? Well, I mean, I think it's like the half set step, right? Sort of, but then now there's also the XR yes. and the uh, yeah. the, uh, the other eight hundred uh, deviations of it. Let's forget about that. I'm saying like go go with like the simple what they I was were a doing big fan before. Of the iPhone five C, you mm-hmm. know, all the really yeah. great names. They do a bunch of dumb shit. But, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, Microsoft's will be a real announcement when mm. Sony was like, "It's a PlayStation Five. <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, ooh, big big news." You, you don't get to announce that. Uh, so it was, like, the last time there was a lot of info about the PS5, it was mm-hmm. Wired got the exclusive. This That was more or less the case, again, this time. Um, the, the biggest thing, I think, that isn't just, like, a weird, like, minute nerd detail is that it will release in the holiday of 2020. Right. Which, which was rumored. probably what was going to happen anyways, yeah. because if... It, 100% was going to release in 2020, and then usually the time they release is either in mm. March or April or the end of the year. Like, yeah. there is no other time, unless you're Nintendo and you're like, what about the summer sometimes? You know what's crazy? This generation has been as long as the last one. I know, and it... people, for some reason, I see a lot of people reacting to news about the PlayStation 5, like, negatively. Like, they're mm-hmm. not ready for this generation to be over. Do you think it was the half step? I think it was the half step that really screwed with people's perception mm. of time. Uh, but I am ready for it to be a new oh. generation of consoles. I, Play, playing Control, it showed that the console... Yeah, and I mean, even like Borderlands, which shouldn't be that much... Uh, it's a lot worse than mm. it, has, it should be. But also, just the stuff that was announced about the PlayStation 5, I think, is very exciting. Mm-hmm. And like I, People that I see talking about it are like downplaying it, kind of. like It's not that big a deal, but a lot of it, I think, is. Yeah. Um, so, ray tracing will be happening on a hardware level. 
I have tried to explain ray tracing to people, and it's like really hard to show people how much it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Especially like the game that I remember seeing first, really pushing it, like that was coming out in the future, was Control. Right. And when you see like a video of Control with ray tracing on, it's like, yeah, this looks like a video game. But when you're playing it, or when you know what's the difference is, like live reflections on glass like the way the lighting is it actually adds a lot to the experience Mm -hmm. um so one of the things that happened with older video cards like my video card and my computer is nvidia enabled it at a software level which basically just means that like everything runs like absolute dog shit because it's your cpu power is going towards that right and it's not great um people thought that the this was going to do that as well, but it does not. It is actually on a hardware level, so it will have a very good modern video card. Yeah. Uh, and that's cool. And I also, as I think they talked about this last time, that they were really going hard in the audio as well. Yeah, and I that one I feel like gets dropped off a lot by a lot of people because a lot of people don't, I don't know, people who care about audio very mm-hmm. much care about audio, and then right. everyone else is like, if it has sound, I'm fine. Uh, but yeah, they're going hard in audio as well, which is which is cool. Yeah, I, I think because um, like I mean, it's getting to a point where like there's not a lot more you can do. No, soon audio will be at its peak. I feel. Well, I mean, just in general, like oh yeah. I mean, I know there's 4K and we're still kind of at the early stages, and there's ray tracing, but like you look at Uncharted 4. Oh yeah, that's I mean, a, that's how what, like, much better. Th- there that will game. never be another graphical leap no. like there was from the PS2 to the PS3 or the uh, Xbox to the Xbox 360. That right. will never happen no, again. No, no, because now the graphical steps up happen incrementally. Yeah, I think that near the end of the so uh, the big thing that is going to happen this generation is. Game design will be able to change finally mm-hmm. because th- this was announced last time, but they're using SSDs in this right. and they're using solid state drives in the Xbox as well. But people don't realize how crazy a difference that will make. Mm-hmm. Like, say, for example, I had Windows on my hard drive here. It takes like a minute to boot because I have a relatively good computer or whatever. Uh, whereas an SSD, like, it basically just, like, awakes from sleep and mm-hmm. is immediately on. And you don't realize how much time that saves in the long run, but, like, right. programs open faster and stuff. But where that will make a difference for video games is even on PC, developers target hard drives because they're like, well, at an absolute maximum, a hard drive will be able to load these assets this fast. Mm-hmm. Like, there will open worlds will be able to be crazy better because things will be able to load in farther. There will be more draw distance, like more things can happen at a faster rate, mm-hmm. and that will game development can totally change. Like they can load more things at once, do way more with that, and that will be crazy. I also think this is the generation that you're going to see 60 frames per second become a standard. God, I hope so. That's my that's because like as I, as I, I said, like, I don't think graphically there's that much more they can do. No. So you, I think like you're going to see 60 frames per second and maybe even get it up to like 90 into 120. Yeah, and then that's the slippery slope because then, but then when like, people see the 90, they'll be like, "Where's my 90 at?" Mm-hmm. But but I, at this point, I was expecting the PS4 to be at 60 for right. most things, especially with a Pro or the Xbox One X. Like the fact that that doesn't happen kind of sucks, but. Well, this it could yes, I think so. uh, yeah um yeah the they announced this like kind of on the mm-hmm. side is yeah. that it will also be a 4k blu-ray player because the xbox one x is a 4k blu-ray player and the ps4 pro is not whereas 
Sony made Blu-ray technology. Right. So it's like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, so that, I mean, that's like, a, I don't care that much about yeah, that, yeah. but that's cool. Yeah. Watch high quality 4k Blu-rays on your PlayStation five. I, this is the year next year. I think I'm going to have to buy a 4k TV. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go like big, like yours. I'll probably just go. I don't know small. that it Well, You might be able to still do 1080p. Cause usually it will probably do super sampling, which it will like render at 4k and then scale down and look better. But. Well, I just haven't done it because I don't have anything that can do 4k yet. Yeah. Where this, like this, this, the PlayStation five will be able to do. 4K. Yeah, for sure. So like, I might as well make the jump. I'm thinking I might do that earlier in the year and then buy the PS five you know, yeah. later in the year type of thing. Um, the thing that they went really hard on advertising this time was like the controller, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Well, we can't say what it's called. It's gonna be fucking called the DualShock Five. <laughs> Surprise!" Uh, but it has the uh, resistive triggers like the Xbox Elite mm-hmm. controller has, where like if you were driving a car, like there's resistance on the pedal. Sometimes like it will have that, but in the triggers. Um, and games can do that. So, like, if you're walking through quicksand or something, it'll be, like, resistive and be, you know, more immersive, quote-unquote, right, in yeah. theory. Like, it, that doesn't do a lot for me. I I don't know. That's fine. That's cool. It, the controller will be more expensive. <laughs> when I heard this, it just reminded me of, like, Nintendo going hard on the HD rumble. It does, but, I mean, like, this actually is... Well, no, I like, don't know. Like, controllers have this now. It's just theirs right. don't. Yeah, like, I just... It, but it, it was more than just like the the triggers. I mean, it sounded like the entire thing was going yeah, to like have like basically have the HD rumble. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, I love sure. when my controllers cost more than sixty dollars, which I'm sure will happen. But you get one with the console, so it's fine. I still have my original Xbox one. Well, yeah, because Xbox controllers are tanks. Yeah. And they're not made of materials that rip like the fucking DualShocks are. So I, those are original DualShocks. The original were bad. DualShock fours were f- so bad. Well, you know what? I shouldn't say that. They were good controllers. They, it's they, a good controller, but the mm-hmm. the sticks would rip yes, or peel yes. from like barely any use. Whereas mm-hmm. like the two I have now are newer ones, and right. they're they're fine. Like they corrected that, but mm-hmm. still, like come on, man. Yeah. You had been making PS3 controllers for like fucking ten years. I, ugh. Um, and then it will have Type-C charging, which is, you know, the expected standard. Mm -hmm. Of course, every single controller in my household will have a different USB standard now. So, because most Xbox controllers still also use the, uh... The micro. Yeah, micro, so that's cool. Which, I mean, like, we don't know what the Xbox is going to do, though. I would get, I mean, if I would bet that they would go to Type C as well, but right. that's still, I don't know, man. That's weird because like, uh, Xbox 360 controllers also use micro, so yes. I don't know. But then like PS3 controllers used mini, mm-hmm. and I like if I ever need to use a PS3 controller, I don't know where the fuck a mini USB cable is anymore. Yeah, I and like I have one micro now because my phone also charges on c so like right yeah that's soon all my ps4 controllers will be useless when i can no longer find a cable yeah which as soon as i get a ps5 i'll probably just like lose the cable on accident (laughs) and (laughs) have to go buy one for more than i should well maybe you'll be able to like use a ps5 on the ps4 i would like for the ps4 controllers to work on the ps5 i think 
Well, even just having the back, because kind of like the PS4 controller worked on the PS3. Yeah. So I would like to be able to use PS DualShock mm-hmm. 4s on the PS5. I game companies are usually pretty shitty about that because they want you to buy all new controllers. Right. Like the Xbox One controllers don't work with right. the 360 and vice versa, which is a pain in the ass because they're not that different. Like they are nicer on the Xbox yes. One, but it's not like a complete change. Whereas, right. like I. The DualShock 3, I do not like holding at all, whereas mm. the DualShock 4, I feel like, is exactly what I want in a yes. controller. So I'm kind of, I'm also kind of nervous that, like, maybe the DualShock 5 will be, like, weird or something, and oh, I won't I like know. holding it, but who knows? See, I don't like holding the 360. I think it, it's too light. The 360 controller? Yes. Okay. I mean, yeah, now compared to the DualShock, DualShock or, 4 it is? The, or the Xbox One controllers, they're, like, yeah, yes, for yes. sure, yeah. But no, I... I always think about the original DualShock 3s were called mm-hmm. 6-axis, right. and they didn't have rumble in them. It's lighter than air. Yeah. It feels so awful. It's yeah, like yeah. nothing is happening. Ugh. And then they put out the DualShock 3, and you're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. This feels a lot better. Yeah. The the Even if it didn't rumble, I don't care. The weight that the rumblers yeah. add is like... And it just feels good in my hands. Well, you, know? you, you want something that feels sturdy. like You, you do, not like a tiny <laughs> Fisher-Price toy. Like the fucking Joy-Cons? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. See, but like they even feel... I'm talking about when you buy like those cheap controllers and it's just like... Oh, yeah. This, this is, is, this is like This is a hollow thing <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is being held together by yeah. string inside. Yeah. yeah that, that doesn't I mean, feel that, good. No, that happens a lot. Though. Yes. I, That's why I can't buy third-party controllers anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it drives me nuts. But also, like... Controllers don't break as often as they used no. to. Like N64 controllers, I would go through all the time, so I would buy third-party ones when I was younger. But like after those two DualShocks ripped, like that was me that retired those, not right. not the controller. They still would have worked. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but that's really all there is about the PS5. I think. Yeah. Um, I they did. I do want to say they were talking about when they were talking about like the controller and the the rumble and stuff. They were talking about like pulling the bow and everything. Yeah, and the resistance on the drawstring. Which got me very excited that I think Horizon might be a launch title or a near launch title. No, I just always I see. I wouldn't have thought see, that. I know you're very excited for that prospect, but like that's possible. It is possible. I'm just saying a lot of games have bows, so I didn't even think about that. I, I I mean like Tomb Raider, right? I like right. A lot of stuff. But I mean, the game came God out early War. 2017. It did. No, I'm saying it's prime time mm-hmm. for a Horizon sequel. I just and I think that would be a great time. That to... would be a great launch title. Yes. It would get me to purchase the product probably because usually launch lineups are mm-hmm. very no good. Right. Which would be interesting. God, I need it. I want the PS5 launch lineup mm-hmm. to be good, but I think they're going to skimp out because they can be like, you can play all the PS4 games. And I'll be like, yeah, but I could already play those on the PS4. And, and that's why I think, like, you think about all their stuff. Her, Gorilla is the only one that hasn't really done anything recently, and we haven't heard anything about That's true. I also continue to believe that Ghost of Tsushima will be on the PS5 mm-hmm. and the PS4 yeah, simultaneously. And sure. I think they mentioned that it was definitely going to be PS4. They did say it was definitely going to be PS4, but like yeah. the longer they go without even giving like a release time frame, right. the more I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know about that one. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to pull a Breath of the Wild on it. See, and I think that would if if Horizon does get released, that means like it had to be matched up against Zelda, yeah, the first one. It was, and then this one would be matched up against Halo. Yeah, well, that's fine. 
yeah I'm just I mean those are two huge temple they are two huge temple releases so that I that's cool yeah. I forgot about Halo yeah that's fuck man that's all we're gonna hear about next year yeah probably yeah <laughs> <laughs> so get ready for it'll be weird because I'm so used to having all three now like I have an Xbox One if I want to play it I have right. a PS4 and a Switch but when I don't have the Xbox console anymore and my PC for sure won't be able to run their first party mm-hmm. games even though it comes out on PC, it'll be weird to not have that ability anymore for me. I think the first couple of years it's going to, like, at least Halo is probably going to be both. I mean, like, yeah. that'll be too close to... But I, I, I think they said that, right? Yes, yeah. they did. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if they pull a Nintendo and just try to kill the Xbox One as quickly as they can. Yeah, I mean... Let's see, it's hard, because uh, if you asked me two years ago, I would have mm-hmm. said yes, they will probably try to kill the Xbox One as fast as possible because of all the negative connotations it had. Right. But, like, it came back a lot. I still don't think it's selling well. I'd still, I still. I mean, yeah, they still don't report sales numbers, so it's probably not selling well. But like, they have rebuilt that brand. Like, it right. is a good thing to own. And like, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, like to me, that brand is more the PC than even the Xbox at this point. That's probably true. I, I mean, I guess the brand is more Game Pass yes, than the yes. Xbox at this point. They're really trying to push that, which mm-hmm. good for them. Yeah, it works. I mean, it got PlayStation to basically follow suit. It did. So yeah, I think that's all about the PS5. Yes. Um, this next news story blew my mind wide open. For years, people wanted the original Red Dead Redemption to be on PC, and mm-hmm. Rockstar is always like, no, we'll never do it, never, never, never. They released the Rockstar launcher, and they announced that Red Dead 2 is going to come to PC on November 5th which is the same day that Google Stadia soft launches. Mm -hmm. So it will be on Google Stadia. That is wild because Mm -hmm. I can't believe that the second game will be on PC and they still refuse to release Red Dead 1 on PC. They're like, they're holding out on the fans, (laughs) man. Because people people have like triple dipped on that game at this point because people liked Red Dead and they bought it on Xbox 360 for most people because more people had a 360 than a PS3. And then people bought the digital version again on the Xbox One X because it had enhancements and made Red Dead specifically run better. So people fucking bought that shit again. And people would buy it again on PC. I mean, they got people to do that with GTA GTA V. They really did that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I just, I can't believe that it's going to be some, like, special promotion. All of a sudden, they're going to be like, and here's Red Dead, the original. But yeah, Red Dead 2 will be coming to PC. I can't wait to see people mod the ever-loving shit out of that game. Maybe speed it up a little bit mm. so it's not as painfully slow all the time. That would be tight. Add uh, fast travel. Ooh, better fast travel. Oh my god. I Yeah, man. I That's mm. awesome for people who want that because yeah, yeah. that game looked great on PS4. Oh, yeah, yeah. It will be crazy on PC. Mm-hmm. So that that that's cool. Yeah. At least, and I know there were people who were holding out that believed in the mm-hmm. PC release. I did not believe. I thought Rockstar was gonna hold out on everyone again. No, I, I, I knew they would. They're just because like it's so long though. I've, it's been like a year. Yeah, 
I mean, that's I, crazy. I, I mean, GTA Four or Five released on Xbox and three six or it, Xbox three sixty and PS three. Then it released on PS four. They Xbox, just kept re releasing, and then they 5, though. and then they re released it again on PC. They did, but this one is I think shitty though because there's they no reason. took so long to announce it for PC that it seems almost intentional so that people would. Be like, oh, I guess it's never coming to PC. Buy it on console Mm -hmm. and then get pissed off and buy it on PC anyway. But I was just like, no way, man. And I didn't, like, realize it until I saw a news article that was like, Red Dead 2 coming to Stadia. And I, like, did a double take and was like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. November 5th, which is, like, very soon. It's just like, all of a sudden, they're like, here you go. It's time. We made our own launcher for a reason. Let's do it. Also... The online is, like, better now, right? They just did a major update. I haven't looked at, like, what they added, but I people claim it. it is a lot better. I, I'm i just wondering, did they... Like... I think they, like, at GTA Online, they accidentally made something that a lot of people really like, and I don't know that they understand why it continues to be as wildly successful as it is, but mm-hmm. it, like, prints them a quadrillion yeah, yeah, dollars yeah. a minute, so... Try to recreate that with Red Dead 2. It is yeah. a lot better from my understanding. Uh, I kind of wonder if, like, the PC crowd is where they, like, that's their whales. Those maybe, are their whales. Yeah, to... So they wanted to, like, hold off on the PC until they had, like, <laughs> the online decent on consoles. Yeah, decent enough so that people didn't, like, quit and just got in. Right. Yeah, I guess. Because, like, you could tell when that first launched. It was rough. And you could tell that they didn't, that easily could have been launched, like, at the the game's release, but they held it back so that they could get the good reviews. I guarantee you that's what well, they did. Well, no, because they did the same thing with GTA 5 right. where, like, it didn't launch because it wasn't ready. It, it and was And GTA launched. 5 Online was not ready even when it came out yeah, which, weeks later. Which it, well, that's what I mean. It was, like, two, three weeks later and, and it, it was, got released. Oh boy, it was they should have held off They should have held off on that on a long yeah. time because that shit was insane. Right. But that's my that's my theory is they held off like the two three weeks they got their good reviews and then yeah, they released I guess, the online. I guess that makes sense. But I because otherwise I think the online still would have made the game get the high scores though. Yeah, I don't think it would have hurt them that much. No, but, it, I don't think. But it I think at some all. outlets would have you know not did a couple. I I still don't think so. I mean the same thing. Like, a lot of outlets held reviews on GTA Five until the online came out mm-hmm. anyways, and then the, nothing happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, this one is a bummer. I'm not that bummed. And you're not bummed? Doom Eternal was delayed till March 2020. There are too many games in November. Hey, do you know how many games are coming out in, like, the March time period of 2020? That's, that's future Matt's That's problem. future Matt. Oh, yeah. Because, like, every single minute of every day, I see some huge release being delayed to, like, the first few months of 2020. And I just think to myself, like, God... There was supposed. They used to be the time when nothing mm-hmm. came out, and you could play old stuff or like take a break or do something if you didn't want to play everything. That is not possible this coming year, man. No. Fuck, dude. And that day, or in March 2020, so like that is when uh, Game Informer accidentally revealed that uh, Persona Five mm-hmm. Royal comes out. Uh, I think it was March that Cyberpunk comes out, right? Is that April? It's like right around there. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's and a... just like a billion other releases. Marvel. Uh, 
I just like there's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. 2020 is happening. But then November has a lot going on, so it does, yeah. So um oh and so now they're adding doom 64 as a pre-order mm-hmm. bonus to placate people who were upset about it and if it was me that would not placate me because doom 64 sucks ass i saw people online saying like they should just release doom 64 now so we can like get a little doom and you know to like scratch that itch and i was just like i don't know if that's how you want yeah, to scratch I don't know that doom's gonna scratch that same itch if if you want to scratch that itch just play like 2016 Doom. That's that's a better itch. Yeah, man. That's Doom 64 a, that's was, a better not, scratch. was not great. I don't care how yeah, yeah. it has weird defenders. It was not... I assume it was just people that was their first Doom game or something? I don't, I don't know, know, dude. It just was not great. Do you think it was the controller or do you think it was the game? Both. The N64 controller is not good. Especially for a first-person shooter. Uh, actually, it was a lot better than for first-person shooters than... Hmm previous i mean well the snes didn't have any right but right. I, I don't know like i think about goldeneye and perfect dark now it does not hold up but back no, then no, it was no. like a, the controller was okay for it with the c buttons and all that bullshit so it that that was okay um this made me remember one that i did not put on here because i just found out today death stranding i thought it came out at the end of november no, it's that's like the not true it comes out the 8th and Please. do you know when the review embargo lifts November 1st, baby. Mm. So there will be seven days worth of we will know whether or not that game is good. That is the the standard for Sony. It is the standard for Sony, but I would have thought that the standard would be different when the game probably sucks. (laughs) see Uh, like i know like these big studios hire people to like come in and like play the game and review they do yeah they do mock reviews of games do you think this is like all over the place to the point where they're like dude i don't know how to fucking tell you all i know is i cannot (laughs) wait dude because we will know mm-hmm. before Extra Life, our Extra Life stream, if this game sucks or not. We might even know for our podcast. I was going to say we probably will, right? And that's so dope. Because we will be, the, potentially, our next podcast, we can just be like, hey, guess what? Death Stranding sucks mm-hmm. or not. What if it's a masterpiece? I, it's not, but no. it could be. I think The future is now. I think it'll be low 80s. Yeah, probably. I think, well... Yeah, I can't predict. I have no predict. This game is impossible to predict. It is the ultimate wild card in video game review scores because, mm-hmm. like, if it is that weird multiplayer weirdness with, like, Dark Souls-esque mm-hmm. mechanics of leaving messages and stuff around for other people, some people will really like that and some mm-hmm. people will really hate it. If it's, like, a more single-player experience, it'll be 50-50, I feel like. It, it, there are so many variables. Of, because we still now do not fully understand what the fuck it is and that is insane for a game that is way less than a month away see i think it's going to be wacky and crazy over uh, that's the top. what i would like but i still have a feeling that it starts heavy with cinematics and then has nothing until the end that's what i was gonna say okay is- <laughs> It's going to have all that, but then it's going to have, like, 15 hours of, like, nothing. But then those, like, it's going to have really high highs and really low lows, and I think that's going to end up... Well, it's okay, because he said you got to get halfway through for it to become fun. Mm. He said that. He did say that. So that is not something I would say about my video game product, even if it did suck and was not fun for the first half. But who knows? 
I can't believe November 1st. I saw that and I was like, oh, fuck. We're in there. That's... And then I was also like, oh, shit. I mm-hmm. thought it came out like the 25th, but that must be Jedi Fallen Order. The fifth, 15th is both Pokemon and Jedi. Oh. Uh, early... I thought something came out the 25th, but I the guess... The 22nd was Doom, or maybe it was oh, the 25th. Oh, you're right. I think it was the 25th was Doom. You're right. Because then there's also Need for Speed sometime in there as well. Hey, I know before I said that Need for Speed was going to suck. Now I know it's going to suck. Mm. Because, uh, hey, guess what? A game comes out in like a month, and they have shown nothing about it since they announced mm-hmm. it. That is a bad sign. <laughs> It's like, a really bad sign. But EA's not really hasn't been doing much with Jedi Fallen Order either. They put out trailers every so often because the last one I watched, I was like, "Whoa, this looks sick!" And mm. your last trailer before this sucked. So pretty excited about that. They've literally not a single thing. No, they haven't no, talked no. about it. Absolutely nothing. They're gonna. I think they're gonna silently push that game out the door and say, "All right, little buddy, have fun," and not back it at all. <laughs> and it's gonna be. Just as bad as the previous few. I Like, at first I was like, yeah, this game's probably not going to be good. Mm. But now that they literally have not pushed it one time, I was like, oh boy. I yeah. think this is going to be a rough one. So, I also was not looking forward to that Need for Speed game. No, you were not going to get it. I have come to expect that they will suck. Yeah, you were not going to get it. No, I was not. What if it's good? That'd be dope. Because I would like to play a Need for Speed arcade type style mm-hmm. game. It's not going to be, though. Uh, and then the rest of our new stuff is just the Pokemans. Yeah. There was that 24-hour live stream uh, that was happening while we recorded last right. time. Um, and it was 24 hours to reveal one Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Pretty much nothing happened the entire 24-hour stream. At least every moment I watched it, nothing occurred. Uh, but that, that bush... The sh- bush sh- does sh- shake. The bush was shaking on occasion. Um... But in the very beginning, there was, like, a weird thing that people were like, oh, that's a horse. And immediately Mm. then, people were like, oh, that's Ponyta. And it's just its new region-specific form. And I was like, that doesn't look like Ponyta. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's true. And then later in the day, you'd get more glimpses of it. And I was like, okay, that does Mm. look like Ponyta. And then at the end, right at the end, two of them came out and played together. And uh, it was Galarian Ponyta, even though they didn't say that until a weird amount of time later, like a yeah. couple days after. They did the same thing with Sir Fetched, where like they put that thing up yeah, Tuesday, yeah. and then everyone knew what it was, and then like three days later, they were like, whoa, here it is. <laughs> so they, they put out a trailer, quote-unquote, which was like 25, 30 seconds, that was just like, yeah, man, it's Galarian Ponyta. It is... It got a pink and green mane and it looks like a uh my little pony yeah and when they rub each other or anything the mane glows i'm a big fan of the glowing mane and it is sir fetched is the pokemon sword exclusive this is the pokemon shield exclusive uh and its ability is a new one called pastel mm. veil which um it cannot be poisoned and if you switch into a pokemon that is poisoned it will be cured of poison and so that's cool. I'll yeah. buy a shield. Nope. Oh, then, I'll get, I'll, then I'm going to buy the other. I mean, because everyone was like, I'm buying, like, literally everyone other than you that I know, because you and me both don't care really. Yeah. Everyone was like, well, I'm going to buy sword, because swords are cool. And I was like, well, 
like you don't even know what the version exclusive is yet yeah. or what the other one is and i was like i'll wait and see my plan was whatever you were gonna get i was gonna get the opposite. yeah i just like asked everyone and they're like oh sword 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 and then sir fetched was the exclusive and everyone was like well now everyone's getting sword and i was like i mean i'll i guess i'll get shield it depends what the exclusive is because mm-hmm. i I will probably try to get it in the game and right. play through it with my main party. And then it was Ponyta, and it, I don't know, it looks cute, and I like neon glowy stuff. Well, there's going to be more than just Ponyta and Farfetch. We don't know that. There always is. There's the, like, uh, there's usually like three or four. There's also the um, the two exclusive gym leaders. The like ghost one is the shield one. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the other one is. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'll, the shield's fine. Yeah. I, it doesn't matter, because people always forget that the trading system is online now, yeah, and, like, yeah. literally, the second you're, you can trade, which is, like, an hour into the game, usually, you just go up to the GTS. People are offering the version exclusive, exclusively asking for the version exclusive. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right. Yeah, yeah. Did this an hour in. Who's ready? It's like, they do, there's no barrier to entry on getting the other one, I feel yeah. like. So, you know. When is... Um, Shenmue three coming out. That's like, oh, that might be November twentieth. Is that the twenty fifth? I think that's the twentieth. Mm. They still might not get it out this year. They might not be able to make it because because like this is coming out the fifteenth, which is a Friday. I'd have to see if it's going to be a podcast Friday or not. But like, we may just end up sitting on my couch and playing Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, that's probably yeah. <laughs> they like trading at some point. Yeah. <laughs> And then today, there was a new Pokemon's news. It seems mm-hmm. like they're trying to do a one-a-week thing, so there will be, like, four more uh, news dumps, probably. Mm-hmm. This one is they added a bunch of Gigantamax forms, which Dynamaxing is the new thing they added to Pokemon where they all get big. Um, Gigantamaxing is the equivalent of Mega Evolving, so they actually change form. Right. People were very upset about this because they're all Generation 1 Pokemon that are getting Gigantamax special forms. They are Pikachu... Who gets really fat and looks like old fat chonky Pikachu? Evie, who gets it's like main main thing gets like bigger, yeah. and I think it looks really stupid. Uh, each uh, of those you get if you. I'm more if upset you play that let's it's go like, Pikachu or let's go Evie. You get right. that one depending on which one. That it's not their evolved forms. Like that's just. I stupid. hate that always. Yeah. yeah. Um, Charizard gets one. I think that one looks cool because they actually made him look different. He has like flame wings and. Uh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Butterfree, which right. like barely looks different. It's like wings are slightly different. And Meowth, who is a very long, long boy. And that that's it. They all have special Gigantamax moves that do like weird status effect shit mm-hmm. that actually seems wicked good. But I guess it's, it's like Megas. You can only do it once per battle for a few turns. So you right. can't just like spam this crazy shit like pikachu's like paralyzes everything on the field Mm -hmm. and that that's crazy yeah charizard's just like does flame damage for four turns or something and that's okay if they're doing charizard there's a good chance they're doing venusaur and black see i think no you think it's just i think it's just charizard dude game freak will do whatever is necessary to like jerk off charizard fans i say that as a charizard yeah yeah, yeah. but they like I don't know, Charizard had fucking two mega forms, X and Y. Mm-hmm. It just like every turn he gets some special thing, and I knew it was gonna happen as soon as they showed the champion and they were like, Oh, he's got a Charizard and I was like, fucking course he does. He always does. Yeah, but like then you gotta have Blastoise. 
See, I would love for a cool Blastoise mat, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Because they made fat Pikachu instead. <laughs> I do think it's strange that they only showed Charizard. I'm just kind of wondering, do you do... they? If they were only going to do one, it would be Charizard. Yeah. Where if they showed, like, Venusaur... You'd, you'd be, be saying, like, okay, well, where's Charizard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it just... And so I... I used to get mad when Bever people would be like, oh man, Gen 1, they, everyone, they're always pandering to Gen 1, but now it is at a point where, like, I do understand, because we're, we're 29 years old, right? Yeah. We're gonna be 30 next year, like, we grew up playing Pokemon, right? Whereas, oh shit, you're gonna be 30 soon, right? No. Or no, I, you're gonna be 29, I forgot. Yeah, I'm tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Damn. No, I'm, I was like... I graduated at 17. I I actually started college at 17. Nice. But, yeah, like, we're... We are no longer the people who, like, Pokemon is for. But they keep trying to pander to people mm-hmm. who are our age, who are like, oh, man, Gen 1, that's all I want. Like, even move up to Gen 2 at this point. Yeah, like, yeah. let... My man, Typhlosion never is in anything. Yeah. They probably won't even be available in this game. Like, the Gen 2 starters. It just, like, now it's at a point where every single game, they have some special Gen 1 thing. And, like, Sun and Moon, I was like, all right, it's, like, 20th anniversary or whatever. I gotcha. Now they just keep doing it. And Mm. I feel like eventually people are going to snap. I I don't know. It just (laughs) seems shitty because... The Gigantamax forms they've shown so far are only the new Pokemon yeah. and exclusively Gen 1 Pokemon. Mm. At least Obstagoon <laughs> is a Gen 3 Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So, like, at least there was one new non-Gen 1 thing. Like, Ponyta is Gen 1. Farfetch'd is Gen 1. I get that. I get it. It's... But at the same time, like, Gen 1 does have a lot of good Pokemon. It does, but, like, so does, so does, so does Gen all... 2 and Gen 3. And 4 and 5. And they 5, all yeah, but, like... Yeah, I don't know. Like, people who grew up mm-hmm. playing their first Pokemon game when they were five or six years old, it's very realistic now mm-hmm. for them to have played Ruby and Sapphire first. Or played Diamond and Pearl first. Right. And boy, if you play Black and White first, you're going to be screwed for life. But, like, people our age, it's very real possibility that they're having kids that are now getting into, like, games. Yeah. So, like, they're like, oh, I remember these Pokemon. And, I, like, I, I know people in real life that I am friends with who mm-hmm. don't really play video games very much, but they still talk about Gen 1 Pokemon. Yes, yes. And it's like, listen, I... Dude, I love those games as a kid, too, but, like, there are a thousand Pokemon now, mm-hmm. literally. Yeah, I mean, it there's would be so nice. many, and there's a lot of cool ones. It would be nice if they switch things up, but, like... They will not do it. No. Maybe next week's trailer will be all different gen Gigantamaxing. Blastoise. Blastoise. <laughs> just, just all the... Ra- <laughs> uh, we're announcing here all 151 of the originals. Uh, they get Gigantamax mm. forms. All the unique, and they're twice as strong as every mm. other Pokemon as well. I mean, honestly, like, yeah. But at the same time, I'm only going to play through this game, and I'm going to use all new characters. I mean, same. And so, like, that's why it becomes increasingly frustrating, especially when they're like, well, we can't bring all the Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. And so then, like, if you don't really like Gen 1 that much, like, you're in for... It's going to suck. Yeah, yeah. Because they're all going to be in there, probably. Like, just the original 150 will probably all be there, and then they'll be like, well, we couldn't fit all of the Pokemon. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know right. you can't, but, like, you don't have to add all of these ones back. Oh, the, it, like, who needs Jinx? Is Jinx going to be in this game? Hopefully not. 
Hopefully not. I actually I kind of like Mr. Mime. Yeah. I don't like Jinx. I don't even like Pinsir very much. Yeah, that's. I don't know, but they'll probably have Scyther because her uh, Scizor. Anyways, I yeah, yeah, Gen One pandering is real, and I believe in it. But I I don't know. It's, you, it's rough for Game Freak. That's gonna be a. That's in a month. And I'm very excited. I can't wait to fucking play that game. Yeah. I'm very upset it didn't come out mm-hmm. before my a thousand billion hour flight. Because that would have been a very fun thing to just sit on a plane and be like, "This, I'm trapped in this space. Yeah, Literally, yeah. all I can do is play this cool game. Instead, Game Freak released Town. And boy, are the reviews not very positive. God, that's so sad. You know, what was that elephant game that they released? Oh, Tumbo the Warrior Elephant or something? That was just added to Game Pass. Really? Or maybe it was like the Xbox like gold free gold yeah something like that because i downloaded it i was like this is so i don't i don't want to just poo poo on game freak outside of pokemon because that's what they work with nintendo on i think nintendo funds them a lot of the cashola for that because little town hero Mm -hmm. uh it just released on the switch today it has like very differing reviews like some of them are like nine and others are like three out of ten So the one that I thought was crazy was Game Explained. They don't do a review score. They just say, like, I liked it or I didn't like right. it. They have only had two games that he said they said they actively hated. This is one of them. Wow. And in his the beginning of his review, he says, if I was not playing this review, I would have stopped playing almost immediately. So, like, it is a turn-based RPG, and I guess it's just, like, kind of excruciatingly slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not super long either. Some outlets were like, oh, it's kind of interesting, but I, hearing how slow the combat is, I don't think it's going to be for me now. But And yeah, like, uh, their rhythm game, I love rhythm games. You know that about me. Yeah, yeah. Harmo Knight was not a good rhythm game. The best stage was when there was a Pokemon song, and I was like, oh, rough. Uh, yeah, that Tumbo, whatever the yeah, fuck, yeah. the Battle Elephant, that game was not a very good platformer. And then Game Freak made games before Pokemon. People say that those are pretty good, but like their output since they started working on Pokemon has all been not very good, in my opinion. Other than Pokemon. Other than Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon is great. But I mean, Pokemon has like so many hands and that, that, you know, it's it's not just Nintendo, it's like Game Freak and then there's like the Pokemon company. The Pokemon company is separate, yeah. But like... They get the most resources for that. Town is very clear. Sorry, Little Town Hero. I'm going to call it Town Forever because that's mm-hmm. what they said it was until right. like two weeks before release. Uh, it just like it looks low budget and like it looks lower scale. Mm-hmm. I just I want desperately for them to have some big thing that's not Pokemon so then they can start to push that as well. Because I think that if they do branch out into other stuff, like it will also be good for Pokemon in the long run because right. they'll have more development experience with different stuff. And yeah, I don't know. Making another turn-based RPG. I like, I don't know that that was the best choice. Mm. I mean, I love turn-based RPGs, but it just, I don't know. And I, the art style doesn't appeal to me very much. Just it, it's weird. Yeah. And it's like 30 bucks for a game that I'd really be taking a risk on of whether or not I actually like it. But yeah, it's a bummer. I feel I feel bad for them because yeah, yeah. then because like that is their money. Like they make, that is their thing, and yeah, like yeah. they are trying to do stuff other than Pokemon, yes. and usually it just doesn't pan out. No. So yeah, like when the best thing about Harmonite was something that related to Pokemon, I was like, oh dear god, <laughs> <laughs> they must be feel really bad about this. Yeah, 
Um, and so, yeah, that's really all the news. There was not a lot of, like, big news that happened. So there was the Riot announced that they're making a League of Legends game of, like, literally every genre. They're making a first-person shooter. It had been known that they're making a fighting game. They're doing a TV show. But, like, we don't play League of Legends. No. I don't really care. I'll try to watch the TV show. When they have more than 15 seconds of the fighting game, I'll watch that. But, like, not not a lot happened this week. Um, right, which, I mean, we... Or these two weeks. We, we are cu- doing this a little earlier than usual. We are so. doing it earlier than usual, but also we probably will cut back on the amount of news that we yes. do in the future just because we usually do two weeks late. Um, so, I, I mean, like, I'll... We'll still put stuff in here that seems, like, really important or yes. that is very interesting to us, but... We're gonna try to scale back on the yeah, like we probably like to give an example. We probably will still talk about like the PS Five, like we yeah, did. like Doom is like something that is pertinent to me. So yeah, like, you're very excited. About and then Doom. Pokemon, but then like Red Dead Redemption, like neither of us really care. So like no, not really. Yeah, it really depends. I mean, this one was actually a good example of like what a cut down news segment would yes, be. Yes. I mean, like. We talked about Pokemon a lot, yeah. but not necessarily newsworthy. Same right. thing with the PS5. Like, it was more just, like, a conversational yes, yes. thing. Because so what I gonna... wanted to do... Like, sorry to No, you're you right, okay. But, like, I want to have, like, a part three consistently. Yeah, like, every as opposed episode. to sometimes where it's just like, oh, this will go way too long if yes. we do that, so... Yeah. And that's been happening, like... Most of the time. Yes. Well, last time we did uh, Link's Awakening. Yes. And that was a good yes. one, so... Yeah. But then before that, we... A lot of them we didn't do. Yeah, probably for, like, three. Mm, so... <laughs> Yeah, and I do have some fun ideas that I'll talk to you afterwards okay. about, like some fun part threes yeah, for, yeah. for next year. So yeah. uh, uh, yeah. we have been playing video games. Yeah, in fact, we have been playing a video game. Okay, let me. Sh- <laughs> I want to say this up front. I try. I try so hard to like all video games I play. Mm. I try to give them the benefit of the doubt, and I Zelda Two sucks. And I said this last week. Right. It is a bad video game. I do not like it. It frustrates me very much. We're cheating. We're mm-hmm. basically cheating to get through it, and it still is infuriating. It is one of the most fascinating games I've played this year. Fascinating is a word that you could use to describe Zelda 2. I mean, like it's a... It's a side-scrolling RPG Zelda game. Yes, and like, that's if you someone said those words to me now, mm-hmm. I would be like, yes, I would play that. Yeah. But then if they gave me Zelda two, I would be like, <laughs> oh no, thanks, you can have it back now, <laughs> because it like, I, oh. So it is. I I understand. Back in mm-hmm. the NES days, video games were a lot harder. Yes. Because they were trying to be like made to last a long pad, time. Pad it pad, out. Pad it out, right? Like Ninja Gaiden is the famous one that's right. fucking like borderline impossible. This game has a lot of that bullshit. Oh, yeah. Like, enemies that just fucking spawn out of nowhere, and I realize that in some cases that's limitations of the NES hardware. Like, they can only have so many things on screen at once. But, like, come on. When fucking you're in a room and you're scrolling through and enemies keep spawning in front of you, but then something happens and they also start spawning behind you, fuck off with that. (laughs) That's not good. It's not fun. Like, if so we are playing it on the Switch, and we can rewind and create save points. If we couldn't rewind this, Ooh. we never no no it would no. Where now we are, we're at the final dungeon. Basically. We're at the final dungeon, and I saw a map of what it looks like, and it seems like a hell nightmare mm-hmm. that someone created just to make me upset. <laughs> so as I, as I said last week, 
his limp dick sword is the worst thing of all time. It worst weapon. It gets yeah. worse the more I use it. I hate it so much. But we did learn that that it exploits. Yeah. To... So there's a fucking exploit because there's these dumbass shield guys that mm-hmm. like you have to guess up or down whether or not they're gonna hit or they block with your shield. There's a fucking exploit that when you are descending from a jump, the hitbox for your sword is way larger than it should be, so you can automatically hit most enemies on mm-hmm. a descent. <laughs> That's great for speedrunners. Yeah. Like, when you're dicking around figuring that out, a regular human would not have figured that knowledge out, probably, on purpose. No, I definitely... I looked it up online. just Because it was like, this is yeah. these are so difficult to beat. What the fuck's happening? It's not even that it was difficult. It was time-consuming. Time-consuming. It, up, would it take was like, upsetting. It would take five to ten minutes of just, just stabbing up and down, up and down, <laughs> just trying to open it up. And it was... It, it's like they were trained to read your inputs. Yeah. Like, that's how they were programmed. So, like, it just became painful. It f- was painful. And so yes. we figured that out. The thing that really put this game over the edge on my shit list was when we discovered that there was a magic spell in every town. Mm-hmm. And we had missed the first one in the game. And we missed the two most helpful ones. The first one you get in the game right. is shield and it halves your damage, that would have been incredibly helpful for the entire game before we got to the fucking final dungeon, I'll tell you that. The other one is life, so you can fucking heal. Yeah, we had no way of healing. We had no way of healing. The game isn't like other Zelda games. It doesn't drop hearts. Right. And you're just always constantly getting bombarded by some bullshit shitstorm. Floating head men. <laughs> fucking the invincible dumbass knights. Like, so much bullshit. Ghosts that you can't hit. Mm-hmm. It just, like, come on, man. Yeah. And that is, like, basic game design shit that I realized maybe the NES was new enough that, like, they hadn't learned a lot of game design lessons right. and that type of thing. But, like, you talk to someone in the first town, like, the guy where you get the shield, and they're like, yeah, there's someone like me in every town. Well, yeah, dog. If you don't fucking know that there's a spell there and you don't find that, how was I supposed <laughs> to know? It also didn't help that, like, the spells we did have were, like, three, They were five. exactly spaced yeah, out. Yeah, yes, to the point where it just felt natural in the menu that they... Yeah. And so, like, then it's even more upsetting that there are some of these spells that, like, you can get almost all the way through a dungeon or, like, mm. do a bunch of stuff only to then find out that you can't advance without right. having that spell. Like, there is a boss before the final boss because we have been looking at guides and maps and stuff. If you don't have the thunder spell on the boss before the final boss, you literally can't hurt it. So there is a scenario out there in the fucking world Mm. where some poor child (laughs) in the late 80s, early 90s, they went all the way through the heinously long final dungeon, got to that boss, and found out that they could not beat it. But then it's okay because if you lose all your lives, you go right back to the fucking starting point of the game anyways. Yeah. It makes me so mad to think about. It is, like, I very rarely get that frustrated at video mm-hmm. games and that, like, is it makes my blood boil sometimes. I could tell you had you just wanted to get through it because it got to a point where you were just avoiding all of the extra experience. And oh, stuff. yeah, because, like, well, especially now... Be- we need like 4,000 experience, mm-hmm. right? 
if I kill, like, three moderately difficult enemies, I'll get, like, 300 experience, but then if I get hit twice, that's all gone. And now where we are, you get hit a lot by a bunch of dumb bullshit. The fucking shield knights throw knives yeah, yeah. that they can react on a dime and change. So if you're up close to them, you'll never know. Floating heads, the ghost things, the disappearing and reappearing flame ladies, the skeletons that can jump or not jump in a lot of scenarios. Oh, when it got stuck in that little <laughs> crevice and you just couldn't get it to come out. The, like, yeah. so many things that are just so frustrating. Mm. And I realize, like, a lot of it is a product of the time from when it came out, but... And they, it's very evident that they learned a lot of things. They did learn a lot, because obviously, yeah, the next game was A Link to the Past. And, right. Uh, Where, like, it's they, a good game that's a lot better. Yes. Where another One big thing that it seems like they learned was... If you need an item to beat the boss, in you, that gotta, dungeon, you gotta get it in the dungeon. You get it in the dungeon, so and like then you wouldn't be able to advance if yes. you didn't get it. Like yes. this would just let you get there and yeah. flounder like a moron, and you'd have no idea. Because that would have happened with the reflecting. Yeah, there was a boss. You have to ref, uh, reflect spell to kill it, otherwise right. you can't. But you could get in that room and be trapped with that boss. Yeah, yeah, not knowing. It's stupid. Yeah, that's bad. I the, the jump from that game to a link to the past is mind-boggling. And it's only it's like, absurd. It's only what two, three years too. Yes, a lot went on. Yes, good smart people made good decisions, and that <laughs> game came into existence. I like yeah. I just don't understand how you would go from the original Zelda to Zelda two, and then like what thought process leads you back to right the way it yeah. was originally. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, a good thought process, yes, obviously, because yes. this game fucking sucks, but... The concept... The base concept is cool. Yeah. And there's a lot of interesting, like, mechanics, I guess. Like, the way the spells work, the way the leveling up works. Like, there, there is interesting stuff there. It's just in execution. It oh, is not yeah. well executed. Almost universally. Like, yes. everything. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Would you... If they, like, made a... Zelda to, I don't want to call it a remake, but like let's say a sequel of some sort. Would you be interested? Would you be curious? I would be curious about it. I don't know that I would be able to do it, especially if it had the name Zelda Two on it, because we've had this experience, mm. and I would know. See, like, my brain would be like, "Whoa, no, thanks, <laughs> thank you." I, I, I'd have to check it out because, like, if they made like Zelda Two but good. See, but that's like a big qualifier. <laughs> I don't know, like a better sword. There are. Little I mean, things... I would play any game if it was something but good. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like if he had a real sword and mm -hmm. not like a tiny baby dagger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. But I mean, he doesn't. And it that sucks. would make the game like twice to three times better. It would make it less frustrating. I don't mm -hmm. know that it would improve the overall quality of the I product. I think it would improve some things. It would improve the frustration mm -hmm. aspect of it for sure. But like, I, I still that is not what is making the game bad overall. I don't think. It hurts the combat. It does hurt the combat. So, like, but also the enemies hurt the combat as well. Right. So. Well, I mean, it would have modern day programming with oh, AI. We would so. hope so. Speaking of RPGs, mm -hmm. I mean, I guess Zelda 2 is sort of an RPG. I played Indivisible, which was a game I kickstarted 
sorry, I Indiegogo'd, because mm-hmm. it's on Indiegogo, in like 2015, it was supposed to come out in 2018, it got delayed till now, uh, Lab Zero, the people who made the popular, uh, I would say, cult-following fighting game Skullgirls, they're, they have brilliant animation, and they know how to make unique and interesting worlds. Uh, they decided, they, they looked at the Squaresoft game Valkyrie profile and said, we would like to make that. Man, cats are fighting. Uh, they said, we would like to make something similar to that, so they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it a lot, but I also see why a lot of people feel that it is like a lackluster experience. Right. So... When I talked to you before, you seemed really high on it. I do really like it still, but I the more that it goes, the more I see the seams that people right. are starting to talk about. So the basic combat system is, if you've never seen Valkyrie Profile, you go into an RPG-style battle and you have your four party members. And they are arranged like a controller. So one person is square, one person is triangle, one person is circle, one person is X. Mm -hmm. And like a fighting game, you can either just hit that button and they'll do a move, or you can hit up in that button, they'll do a different move, down in that button, they'll Mm -hmm. do a different move. And essentially it's like a fighting game in that you can use the moves from different characters in tandem and like combo them. Uh, and then it's like real-time blocking. So like if an enemy is going to hit the person that is triangle, you hit triangle or hold it, they'll block. But if you hit it at the exact right moment before they hit, it's a perfect block and it does less damage. Now I've leveled up blocking enough that I will heal slightly off of it if I get a perfect block. Um, so I really like the combat system. And like that is the thing that they had made. They made uh, like 20 to 30 very super well-designed animated characters. And it is meant to be like this fighting game-esque system, right? Um, the thing that people got upset about, because they, they advertise this game basically as like, it's like Valkyrie Profile. Right. The way that it is not like Valkyrie Profile is that it is way less of an RPG. So the more I play of this game, the less I think of it as an RPG, and the more I think of it as just like an action game with like Metroid-style traversal. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the combat. I can see why people would get bored with it because you the difficulty is it's really easy. That's what uh, that was one thing I heard was like it has this complex combat system yep but then like you don't even get to fully use it because you're defeating enemies so quickly so that is not generally what happens for me and it seems like most people the enemies have a lot of health okay so you can just like mash and you'll win usually um but if you're like me and you it's interesting to try to get like optimal combos and do that stuff each battle takes just like slightly too long, mm. so it it's way easier to mash in some cases because then you're not like execution based right. timing stuff. Um, and I could see people just getting a party that works for them and then only using that party and just mashing their way through it. Whereas like I kept getting new characters, but they have like gimmicks that I don't like, like setting traps or a bunch of weird shit. I actually just got a character last night that to replace one of the characters I was using for most of the game. She has no arms Mm. and she has, she does kicks and her whole thing is she has a passive ability that if an enemy is being juggled, 
she'll do more damage to them. So, like, you're incentivized to keep enemies juggled so mm. she'll be able to do more damage. They all have unique stuff like that, right? Uh, like, some people can set traps. Um, some people, like, drop puddles that can then electrocute enemies or heal. There's, like, cannons that do AoE damage. There's, there's all kinds of stuff. There's, like, 30 characters in the game. Um, some of them are hidden. Some of them are you get through the main story. Uh, the way the game is played outside of battle is it's just like a side scroller right and it has very like metroid-esque exploration so like you'll get a new traversal ability uh and then you can access other parts of the map that you couldn't access before the thing that kind of sucks about that is there's not a lot to explore like it Mm. a lot of it is like oh i can't get up there but then there's nothing cool up there. It's just like that's where you will go when you get that ability. The only collectible are these red crystals called Ringzels. And when you get enough of them, you can either upgrade your attack so you can do one more attack per turn, or you can upgrade your defense so that you just take less damage when you block. Mm. And that's it. There is no like equipment part aspect of it. There is no currency to buy new stuff. And the progression only really applies to the main character ashna so the whole conceit of this game is she is special and can when she meets people she will pull them into a world inside her brain and then they can be summoned for battle they just kind of hang out in there you can like go there you hold circle push up you can go into her inner realm and interact with these people um, and the overall, like, aesthetic of it is it's a lot of, like, Incan and Mayan, um, uh, like, mm-hmm. god stuff, mythology. There you go. Oh. It, it has a lot of that type of stuff. So they're talking about, like, their chakra and, like, uh, they use a bunch of terms that mm-hmm. would be used in that kind of mythology. Um, and, and so that's cool. I like that aspect of it. Um, but, yeah, she... There is no nothing else. So she is the only one who has a level associated with her. And when she levels up, everyone else gets stronger. The people that you have with you have like a heart level. So the more they fight in battle with you, the higher their hearts get. And just like this, they get slightly better each time. Mm-hmm. And when you get to a certain point, you can do like their side quest, which will unlock at a special ability for them. I haven't gotten to that point. Um, but I, I have just seen through anecdotal evidence that that is the case. Um, and I'm about like halfway through it, it splits off a little bit after you start and goes to three different areas and I beat all three of those areas and mm. now I have to go fight a boss. And then I believe I go back through those three areas again and then beat it. Um, like I like it and I am enjoying it, but the, it's just, like, not deep. Like, right. the, the, the combat is a deep system, but there's no reason for it to be. Right. And there's no real progression, so it just feels like you're fighting because you enjoy the fighting. And I do, so mm-hmm. th- that's cool. But I could see why it would disappoint a lot of people. Right. Um, and there's just, like, bugs. I So you have to activate four chakra gates. There's always some bullshit in a JRPG or RPG where they're like, oh, here's the boondoggle. You got to collect like seven crystals. Here you go. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you got to activate these four chakra gates. You do the first one and then it splits off to the three areas. You do them. You have to go back and forth between these areas to get traversal abilities to even complete one. So I did the first place. Couldn't do it. Go to the second place, get the ability, go back to the first place, beat it completely. Mm-hmm. Dialogue says, well, we only have to do one more place now. 
And I was like, it's mm, not true. We have to do two after this. And I was like, well, whatever. Maybe it was just I broke progression somehow, whatever. I do the second place. And then they're like, we did it. All three. We got to go fight the boss now. And I was like, no. Mm. And it like unlocked the ability for me to actually go do this boss thing, which I was like, well, I don't have these characters on this third place. So then I did the third place and it was as if I was supposed to do that one first. Oh, and I was like, this is really weird. And so I thought that I just totally broke into progression. I asked about it online and people said, yeah, that's a bug. It should not happen that way. Oh, you were supposed to do... No, no there's just like the dialogue fucked up. You oh, should okay. be able to do them in any order. And so I asked our friend Nukio, who's also playing it and really enjoying it, and he hit the exact same bug. Um, there's just a lot of really weird shit. One of the characters in my inner realm will sometimes disappear. Mm-hmm. And it's just strange. I did hear one other thing is like, because it's a platformer as well, mm-hmm. there are like spikes in the world or something. So if you're in combat and you hit the spikes... It'll just, like, knock you out of combat. That is true. And then you have to just basically redo that. Yeah, or if you fall, Mm -hmm. like, through a hole, it'll start combat because you're near there, and then it will stop. Stuff like that's weird. Uh, It just seems like it could use a little bit more polish before it came out. Um, But they had already waited so long that the backers were probably getting upset. Uh, As someone who backed it, I I wouldn't have been upset. But I mean, I'd rather come out good. And that's kind of how I feel about Doom. It's just like, yeah. get it get it right. And so, like, the the story is, like, really weird. And I can see why a lot of people don't like it. Because it doesn't take a serious tone at all. It has a lot of, like, classic tropes. Like, in the beginning, spoilers, her dad gets killed and her village gets attacked. And then, mm-hmm. like, you have to go on this special journey to do whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, boy, this is cliche. But they don't react the way you would think. They yeah, react yeah. more like a Saturday morning cartoon. Like, her dad just died, but she's, like, sort of okay with it. And it's a lot more jokey than a lot of games like this would be. So I could see why the tone would upset people. It doesn't bother me, but sometimes I'm just like, I don't think you would react like that. This right, is a little right. weird. Um, so nothing is being taken too seriously. And nothing ever lasts long enough for it to be impactful or meaningful. So there are definitely scenes where they're like, oh, this is supposed to leave an impression on me, but... It happened in the course of 45 seconds, so I won't remember this in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it, the pacing could have done it for a little bit more. Like, it seems it's just going forward too quickly. Right. And it introduces too many characters for you to care. And then there are, like, side characters that they didn't write into the plot who you will meet, and they're not voiced, whereas everyone else is fully voiced. And then once they're gone from that cutscene, unless you use them in battle, you will never see them again, ever. <laughs> Oh. And that's just a little kind of weird because I use two fully optional characters in my party mm. who never show up in any story scene and they never speak or have dialogue. It, just strange. Weird. It was just, I think they were characters that were added because of stretch goals to the Kickstarter. Mm. There are actually two characters that were, their movesets proved to be too complex so they have to patch them in after the fact. Uh, it's just weird. It, it could have used more time in the right, oven, I right. think. Because uh, as it is right now, like, I am enjoying it. I think the battle system is deep and fun. But overall, like, it just feels like an unevenly cooked hamburger or mm-hmm. something. Like, it just is like, oh, this part's really cool, but this part's sort of fucked up. And right, just right. when it all comes together, it's like, this could be a better... It could be better. Yeah. Overall. So, yeah, I don't know. 
I it's it's kind of a bummer because I was hoping that it would be this like really cool thing, mm-hmm. and I I do enjoy it and I like it, but I get why everyone has these right. criticisms of it. So now you played this game that I think I'm gonna buy for the airplane mm-hmm. and play Ukulele and the Impossible Lair. Yes, I I haven't finished it. Okay, you haven't finished it, no. or you did? Okay, no, I haven't. Okay, so. It is phenomenal, maybe. Yeah, but is it as good as Crackdown 3? Would you rate it? On a... <laughs> Do you like this game more than you like Crackdown 3, finally? I mean, I have multiple games now. That I don't like... believe that, but I that remains to be seen. Well, you'll, it'll be seen. <laughs> <laughs> and I... Yes. Okay. So yes. So so do you okay? If right now, would you say that this is your favorite game you've played this year? No. No. Okay. Interesting. Yes. But so so you you really like Donkey Kong Country. I the video love game. Donkey Kong Country. Yes. The original ukulele was trying to be like Banjo Kazooie, right? Yes. So it was a three D platforming collectible thing. It was made by ex Rare employees, so it made mm-hmm. sense. Yes. Rare also back in the day made Donkey Kong Country one, two, and three. Yes. This is trying to be like that. It is trying to be a side scroller Donkey Kong Country esque mm-hmm. game. Yes. Correct? Yes. Okay. But it also does feel like Banjo Kazooie, especially in like the outer world and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like the charm of it. I, it, I get where you're coming from. Well, no, just yeah. like the outer world where you're doing like puzzles and stuff. Oh, just to like, unlock new stuff. Yes. Levels because like that that didn't exist in Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. So like there's that. But when you're in the levels, it does feel like Donkey Kong Country, but it also has like um Super Mario 3D World Where like, you know, in Super Mario 3D World, you got to collect the stars. Yes. You gotta explore and collect the stars. You have to do that in this, but they're coins. They're coins, yeah. I saw you doing that. So, like, you're... And each level has five coins instead of the three in Super Mario 3D World. Uh, but Which you want to just kind of collect those because there are paywalls, quote-unquote, <laughs> to get to new areas that you have to kind of, like, be, like, to pay. Which you only have to collect... I, I would guess less than half because there's 200 total so like maybe 75 to open everything up it seems mm-hmm. so it's not like you have to collect them all type of thing but then you also there's another thing you can spend your coins on to get n- more tonics yeah so tonics were a thing in the original game as well they're yes. like additional elements like you can change visual filters but some mm. of them have effects like that help you in yes. the game sort of yes which uh so like the one i have three tonics attached right now and uh they're all helping me make the game a little easier mm. one of them is basically giving me uh trixie's or dixie's uh twirl like, oh yeah the it, hairspin like, action it twirls much longer than, oh, okay. like, so like it it actually feels just exactly like that and then another one is, if I get a coin, even if I die and don't get to the next checkpoint, it still counts that I got that coin, so oh, I don't okay. have to go get that coin again. Yeah, I hate that. So I mean, I like that you can yes. have that, because it's so annoying yes. when you lose things. And then I can't even remember what the last one I have, but I have three of them right now. But it gets to a point where like you, also in, you not only collect the coins, but you also collect quills. And the quills you spend on buying tonics. So it's to a point where I only collect 40%. Of, like, I, I only get counted for 40% of the quills I collect. 
because of all the tonics I have oh, okay. attached. Yeah. But you can actually... There are ones that make the game harder, so you can collect... So then you can collect more. Yes. So it like close. does a multiplier at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's to a point where I'm perfectly fine with you know only having 40%. And now I'm just kind of saving up my coins. I can buy a fourth tonic slot. Uh, so yeah, so that'll be nice. Uh, but it is, it's one of the best controlling platformers. Okay, so th- this is my time. question. Not everyone likes Donkey Kong Country, no, right? No. We both do a lot, yes. and that game feels unique. Yes, like no games that I have played since then no, no, feel no. like those. Like even Donkey Kong Country Returns and Tropical no, Freeze, no, no. like they're a close approximation, but they don't feel like that. They don't feel like it. And there's one thing that, and this is going to sound so minor, but <laughs> it just, it bugged the hell out of me. Yeah. Whenever there would be like the swinging ropes, you'd have to hold R. You'd have to hold on to the rope. Yeah. I hated that. Yeah, I don't like that. Where this, like, it doesn't, like you just grab onto the rope. So then I'm basically just mashing the x or square or y i guess i because i'm playing on uh nintendo yeah <laughs> so like i and that that does like the spinning or like the cartwheeling would do in donkey kong okay country. so does this feel closer to donkey kong country than those games like yes. than the new ones okay. yes that is what i that is what i want to the point where there are like i was just playing one level with where there were the where barrels and you had to like kind of oh shoot yourself. yeah okay uh-huh um so and then there's like levels where you're swinging and then like I, they're not quite ropes but they're basically ropes are going up and down and you're just kind of having to okay. jump through and then you can as i said you can cartwheel or spin your way through enemies and you speed up every time you do that that's cool i i haven't played what i like a good platform in a long mm. time I mean, like i don't i don't count the mario maker because it's right. like i don't know it's not the same yes but i i have not played like a good platformer in a long time mm. i i'm pretty excited yes. i think i'm gonna play this uh I, i'm 11 hours into the game mm. and i've gone through i just played a little bit more today but i've gone through oh god i have well i'm trying to think because like well, I guess we should go back to the start. I've been bouncing all over the place. So the game just kind of throws you into the world. And it's just and like... So it is like... It's like an overworld, like a... Well, before that even. Oh, okay. It just throws you into the final area. And it's like, yeah. beat this area. Uh-huh. and But it's an extremely difficult area. Yeah. So I didn't get very far into it. And it's just like, whatever, that's okay. Because now you want to go through each world... Because every time you defeat a world, you get a B, and that B... Allows uh, you to get hit one more time yes. in the final level. So, yes. like, speedruns of this game will be wild. Yes. Because you could, in theory, get super far in level or beat it then, even, yeah, maybe. I, I think Because I think you get traversal abilities and stuff, don't you? Or, like, abilities have, that help? Well, you get the, the tonics and stuff oh, okay. that'll help. Yeah. But I don't think you get any... Okay, so, like, potentially you could just run through yes. it initially... But yeah, the bees make it so you can get hit one more time. Yes, yeah. yes. Which I mean, it, it shows that in like the tutorial yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, where like, but so that's so I just kind of lost early on. I didn't really care because I, I want to play through every level anyway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like, and so each level actually has a second level that you can go. You go back in and it's different. Yeah. So like, it each level has like two variations. Yes. Basically. Yes. Okay. So like. And they're all very different. Some you freeze the second, so the second time you deal through it, it's frozen. Sometimes there's like water. Sometimes there's wind. Sometimes there's more enemies. Uh, I, 
the the one I'm going to now, it, I think it's it's going to be like inverted or something. I don't know. Oh, cool. Uh, so that it, it they're all very unique in that sense. One thing that I do really love is there's no more lives. Okay, that's cool. So like, which that was I always feel like that was an archaic throwback to arcades. Yeah. Where now, like, it's kind of unnecessary, and there's, like, tons of checkpoints throughout the game, throughout the levels, so, like, it, you, it doesn't feel frustrating or bad if you die a lot, because, like, you don't have to get very far to get to the next checkpoint, you don't have to worry about losing five lives, and then you have to restart the entire level again. Yeah. You just keep... You keep, just, keep going. Which, it actually will do a thing, if you die a bunch, you can just kind of skip to the next area. I only did that once, and it was because I was replaying an area to get more coins, and oh, I, yeah. I got stuck on a part, and I was like, I've already beaten this once, I don't need to, like, <laughs> prove to myself, I'll just skip to the next part, so. I gotcha. No, it's, it controls, it's fantastic controlling. I've been playing it on the Switch. Yeah. It just felt like the right Switch game. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know, like, I'm weird with that kind of stuff, like, so you, you don't have to worry about it. No, yeah, I... Watched uh, videos about its performance, mm-hmm. and they, it seems to perform just as well as yeah, the other yeah. versions. I mean, I haven't seen any frame rate issues. I think they actually thing. targeted it for the Switch initially, and then ported it to the other ones after that. So, mm-hmm. which sense. I mean, what they're doing, it doesn't seem like it'd be no. It's too just a, it's just a two D platformer, right? And the overworld just has a lot of fun puzzles and stuff. Um, and I think that's why I've spent like eleven hours, and I'm only about sixteen world or sixteen levels in which i've done each level twice so like i've done i guess 32 total yeah. or something like that it's cool it seems like it has a ton of content and yes it's super yes. cool it's definitely a longer considerably longer than like donkey kong country yeah that i can beat in less than an hour yeah for this i'm 11 hours in i still i still have one more area to unlock and i have no idea how i'm gonna unlock that area okay and I, I'm only assuming that because the game says there's 200 coins, which kind of tells me that there's 40 levels total if each area has, each level has five. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's uh, fantastic. And... Yeah. The other game that I played is called Concrete Genie, which mm-hmm. is a PlayStation exclusive video game. Made by uh, Pixel Opus. The last game they had done was a weird smaller game that also sort of involved painting that I cannot remember the name of. But this is like a smaller $30 game that uh, really didn't get a whole lot of advertising. I mean, they did it once in one of the PlayStation State of Plays and showed it at like a bunch of smaller game shows, trade shows and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Um, But not a lot of people knew it was coming out. Uh, it is exactly the, my aesthetic. So, mm-hmm. like, everything about this game just is like, oh, yes, this is, Manny would like this. So, all of the characters in the game and all the cutscenes and gameplay looks like stop motion. I love stop motion. Mm-hmm. I also love bright neon colors, and this game is all about bright neon colors. So basically, everything about this game was like, wow, visually, you will be a big fan. And I I did like it a lot visually. Um, you play as a kid named Ash, 
and he hangs out in the town that he used to live in when he was a kid called Denska. It was a fishing village that um, sometime in the past there was an oil tanker that came in and there was an oil spill. Mm -hmm. And over time, people all ended up having to move away or leave. And so it's basically this abandoned boardwalk town. Uh, and he goes to hang out there. His parents don't want him to hang out there, but they usually get home kind of late, so he just does it anyways. But his bullies also hang out there, and they are extremely shitty. Mm -hmm. And so at the beginning of the game, you are Ash, and he's there drawing in his notebook. He draws all these weird genies and all kinds of fun stuff in there. They basically find him take the notebook from him like push him to the ground start being really shitty and then tear out all the pages of it and like throw it into the which uh, was in the most recent trailer it correct? is yeah okay. and so then they throw it into the mm. the ocean it's like wow this really blows yeah yeah and so then they push him into a uh, cable car that goes up to a lighthouse that's pretty far away with no way to really get back because there's no control on the other side, it seems like, or mm. there's like this weird, these weird dark vines growing on it that fuck it up. Anyways, he goes into the lighthouse and uh, crazy things start to happen. He sees one of his genies that he drew that he named Luna and he follows her through the lighthouse and eventually she creates this magical, like, human-sized paintbrush and gives it to him and he deciphers through her weird devil-sounding speech that he she wants him to repaint the town. Mm -hmm. The vines and stuff that are growing all over like weird and like they use this purple stuff and that's on some of the buildings and they call that the darkness which they started to show up in the town after the oil spill and all that stuff. Um, so you use painting is the main mechanic of this game there are in the town all the walls are like blank or they have graffiti on them some of them have lights on them and the goal is to paint enough on each wall to make the lights light up mm -hmm. and once you light up all the lights in an area you can move on to another area um the way the painting works is you push r2 and it brings up a painting menu so you collect pages from his book, they're scattered around the world. You'll pick them up, or sometimes you'll earn them and things like that. Uh, and then then you can paint it. So, like, the they give you the first couple. You don't have to find them. It's, like, some flowers, the sun, and trees. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll hit R2 and look at the building, and you'll pick which one you want. And you hold R2 and just move the controller. So you can use the right stick or you can use the motion controls of the PS4 controller. Normally, I would trash all over motion controls. In this game, they're great. Wow. I think they work super well. You know what? People always make fun of me when I say this. Did you play Infamous Second Son? The shaking the of the shaking controller. The shaking of the controller with the spray paint <laughs> yeah, can. Yeah. It it's so good. good. It, it reminds good. me of that sort of. Okay. So like, I but don't that think wasn't really motion controls. No, it was just using the controller in an interesting way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, so, the sound it made, it, it, it's, it felt yeah, good. Yeah, so that, that was awesome. This reminds me sort of of that. Okay. Um, sometimes I sit in a weird position, so sometimes it would get off-center, but if you just hit triangle, it centers it to where you're pointing the controller. Mm -hmm. And you don't really have to move a lot. Like, it's short, small movements. And, like, you're not doing anything too 
crazy with it, right? So, like, say, for example, the trees. You'll do that push up, and then the trees will just kind of grow from where you're pushing it. Um, some things you do actually have to move it. So, like, if you're making... Uh, one, one of my favorite things is, like, a tree that then, once it's done, it sprouts these, like, neon pink leaves. That you can, like, kind of draw a little bit. Mm-hmm. But they'll only let you get each thing so big. Um... And it all looks super cool. Like, it's basically like you feel like a talented artist, even though the game is doing a lot of it for you, but you're picking where to put it and how to position it. And it will do most of the stuff for you. So it's like the game is just a weird conduit for you to make really cool art, even though Mm -hmm. you're not actually doing a whole lot. And it can get a little repetitive because you don't... There's four areas in the game, and there is a page of, like... Uh, 12 or 16 uh, things for each area and mm-hmm. they're themed like the first one is just a bunch of like nice flowery stuff uh, the second one is more like fall themed and the third one is like weird underground shit so like there's mushrooms and hmm. piranha plants and stuff and the fourth one is like winter uh, and, and so it, they're all cool and you can mix and match them once you have them all and do whatever mm-hmm. Uh, But the key part is the genies. So there will be points around where you can paint a genie and you get features for them from pages and stuff. So you'll get body types, horns, tails, ears, and then you can put like a thousand ears on it if you want or just make it a blob man. Mm -hmm. Do whatever. And so there are three types of genies uh, and you'll use them to help you solve puzzles. So like the red ones are fire, yellow ones are electricity, and the blue ones are wind. And so like you'll paint enough and a genie thing will pop up. You'll make the genie and then they can like, they'll be roaming around in the paintings, which is really cool. So like sometimes they'll ask you for specific things and you'll do that and they'll give you what's called super paint. And so super paint just allows you to paint away the darkness. It's basically just like an obstacle that makes it so you have to paint specific Mm -hmm. things and then you can get through it. The genies can't walk through the darkness. So that's why you have to do that. So like one of the first puzzles is there is this cloth and you have to get the fire genie to burn it, mm. right? Or, like, in the other ones, they'll the electric ones will, like, touch a power outlet thing, and it'll light up and do something. Does it automatically pick one of the three, or do you have to pick it? It automatically picks one of the three. So you don't have to worry about that. Nope. So, like, eventually you'll have, like, three fire genies active at once and, like, mm. two electric ones, and then you can hit L1 to call them over to you, and you'll just see this band of misfit morons run over to you and do whatever. Uh, the genies interact with the backgrounds in some fun ways, mm-hmm. so there are a bunch of trophies for that. I got the platinum trophy just because I was I enjoyed dicking around with it. Like right. you can watch them eat snow, <laughs> you can sit around with them at a campfire, uh, watch them like you can make it rain or snow. And so like if you put these water lilies out, they'll like use them like little umbrellas and hmm. do all kinds of weird stuff. It's just it's full of charm, right? And it's it's a fun experience. It's only it like it took me probably five and a half hours and that was me painting on a bunch of buildings that i didn't have to just because i was like i don't like the one that looks empty right uh so you could if you just wanted to just like get through it you could probably do it in like two and a half hours if Mm. you wanted to do that um and then i went back in which added another hour and found all the extra pages and um did uh, did all the rest of the stuff you could do which there's there's not a whole ton but Mm. Uh, it, it is just fun and Great. it's a weird painting experience and it, it's cool. Uh, where it gets kind of weird is in the back, like maybe 40 minutes, it adds combat. It's like not particularly good, but it 
also gives you really fun traversal. Like, all of a sudden, you can go way faster and get everywhere a lot mm. faster. Um, so that's not great, but right. it's only a tiny bit. And, like, you can't even do the combat again once the game is over. Like, because mm. there's no evil stuff happening. Right. But for, for three-fourths of the game, it is super chill. And I, I enjoyed it very much. Oh, the cool. part that kind of sucks is the bullies are around town, and it's, like, shitty stealth. If they catch you, they'll throw you in a dumpster. Mm. And, like, there's no... There's no real, um, like, consequence for it. Like, right. it just kind of loads back in. But it has infamous-style jumping or, like, Uncharted. So, like, you'll just jump up and it'll automatically grab a handhold and you can get on top of buildings. And then you can yell and be like, I'm over here. And then they'll go over there and you just go to where you needed to paint or whatever you needed to do. Um, yeah, it's, like, just a fun, whimsical story experience that uh, I, I enjoyed, but right. for, like, five or six hours for 30 bucks, it's not bad. It's an interesting thing. I'm glad Sony continues to let Pixel Opus do right. weird experimental shit. It seems like this is their, like, indie studio. Yeah, more or less, yeah. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It definitely seemed different. It is very different. It's a unique experience. Mm-hmm. Speaking of unique experiences. <laughs> Ooh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Tell me about Tom Clancy and Ghost Recon. It's a unique experience. Okay, great. <laughs> Is that it? Um, oh, boy. So, I'm going to start with some positives. Okay. One thing I do like about this game is it gives you two options however you want to play this game. Mm -hmm. If you want to play it traditional ubisoft open world style where it just like spits out every icon on the map and it's just question marks everywhere mm -hmm. or if you want to play like kind of breath of the wild style where like you, you build the map as you go so for people who don't know that this is a sequel to ghost recon wildlands which was mm -hmm. essentially an open world ubisoft game that is just like stupid shooty times in bolivia mm -hmm. they'd Bolivia sued them, I believe, for or misrepresentation. They, or at least complained. Yeah, uh, uh, so this time it takes place in, like, some nondescript location. Well, no, it is, like, it's, like... But, but it's not a real place. No, no, it, it, it's... It, it's kind of, like, in Asia somewhere in, like, the ocean. Okay, but it's, it is, like, a third-person open-world shooter, and Wildlands yes. is just, like, a dumb, fun one. This seems to be not the same, or exactly the same. It's different. It's similar. Uh, it's still, similar. An, still an open world shooter. Yes, it's it's an open world. I would even call it a loot shooter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You get loot. A lot of loot. Better guns. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so like, which we'll get into that. Yes. Uh, so, but that's the one thing I do like. They're both it, both styles and whatever you prefer. If you want to just kind of like pick a direction and go in that direction and just kind of uncover stuff, and then you find in the world you you find things that then direct you to go in a specific direction and go to a specific place for specific things yeah i've been playing it the traditional ubisoft way the way that you love to play video oh, games yes. because i don't want to think no you just want to go whoa I, there's a question mark what's mm, there at the like, question exactly mark? Yeah. yeah what's happening here? I, i'm into that yeah is it a weird cave with a vase in it i don't know who knows no it's usually just like an empty house with a loot box or whatever you want awesome to call it. great <laughs> But then, like, I'm getting loot, Manny. That is true, I guess. You're getting loot at that mm -hmm. point. So, 
Uh, so I'm I kind of like that the variety there. Okay. Um, it is kind of like an RPG where you're leveling up three things at once. Okay. I have another question. Did you know? Is this going to lead into the class thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, continue this. <laughs> yes. Uh, the three things that you're leveling up is like, it seems like it's like your profile or your character, or whatever you want. your character, your yeah, profile. Yeah. And when you level that up, you get skill points. Yes. You can then use those skill points to buy perks or abilities or you know. Perks or abilities, basically. So yeah. then, like, you can run faster, or you, or you can kind of like have some active. You can either have active perks or just like passive, passive. Yeah. You know, which and then there's the character. Uh, then there's like the uh, the character classes, which yes. there are four classes, and they're all animals. I mean, like. They have symbols that are animals. What class are you? Assault. Okay. One of them is Panther. I know that. And that's like the stealth, I think. And you get like a magic body spray that makes you invisible to drones. Yes. yes. Okay, great. But I haven't I haven't messed around with any of that stuff. Like, <laughs> okay. There was like the medic, the stealth, sniper, and then assault. Which I think might be a bear. I don't even know. Yeah, they're all animals. I just went with the assault because it just kind of boosts assault rifles and and shotguns. Great. That's that ability. So I figured if you're playing alone, you don't want to be a medic. You're not you're just healing yourself at that point. No, okay. So this this leads into my main question with this. In Ghost Recon Wildlands, if you played by yourself, you would get AI squad mates. Yes. And it was like stupidly easy because they mm-hmm. could never mess up so like you would get all these like synchronized shots on people oh, so and like fun. do whatever yeah this does not have that right or like your partner is a drone there are drone which kind of like there are grenades yeah. or syringes that there are sync shot drones mm-hmm. and you can you just carry like you can only i right now i can carry up to six so i can just tell them to sync shot so when i fire I can like ping other people as well. So then, when I fire the the drones, will take out the the people that I've pinged. Yeah. So then it'll I can easily take out four people with just like okay. a couple bullets. Because there was a thing. really bizarre E3 presentation where like they said they were going to patch in human AI companions. Yeah, and they definitely are not there. Not yet. I mean, I, I think they said it wasn't going to be a launch, but right. like they were like, we know you wanted the human companions back, which like the drone serves the same yes, functionality. Exactly. That, yes. Okay. That's weird. Mm-hmm. I secondary question: Is this a good video game? It's an okay video game. Okay. It's a video game that you would hate. Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't have liked Wildlands either. Mm-hmm. But okay, people really weirdly liked Wildlands. Yes. That game reviewed pretty well. It was. This middling. game reviewed very, very poorly. very poorly. What, like, what is? What is so different about it? Is it just like not as like much a shooty fun time and more like you actually have to try to be tactical like Ghost Recon originally was or like what is I don't know why it's getting so Okay, cuz like it I when I saw that it had like a metacritic of like 50, yeah. I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck I happened?" I don't know. Like it, I don't think it's as bad as the 
the reviewers. I don't... And, and, I, and so what, what I think is really weird about that is, like, I saw that score, mm-hmm. and then I listened to a bunch of people talk about it on podcasts, and right. I watched videos about it, and all of them really like it. So, I, like, I don't... I don't know what... Yeah, like, what went on here? Like, where yeah. did that come from? I, I'm not sure. It's just kind of weird. Like, I will say it is not like it, it has its bugs and it has its like. Issues. Is it is it really fucked up? Like, is it really buggy? Like, should it have had more time in the oven? I a very key component of Ubisoft games lately is being able to tag enemies. Yeah, I ran everybody in, loves tagging enemies. Yes. I ran into an issue where I wasn't able to tag any enemies, no matter what I did. So I googled it, and apparently it's a known issue. Tight, tight. So I did run into that bug. (laughs) I ran into a bug last night where I couldn't set waypoints on the map. Oh, that sucks. (laughs) In an open-world Ubisoft game, you need those. Yeah, especially ones where you don't want to think at all. No. And you just want to, like tag a question mark and go over to it yeah i so like little things like that i'm running into but i don't think like i would give this game like i think it should be around 70 metacritic not like the 60 that's closer to what wildlands was yes and i would say it's a little worse than wildlands but like it also has it's much more of a loot-based game than Wildlands. Okay, to the maybe, point, maybe that's it. To the point where it's kind of got the Destiny light system. I know. So does everything now. Mm-hmm. And it's... I'm, okay. So I'm like, okay without that. It's whatever. Yeah, it's just like you collect the gear, you mm-hmm. get an overall gear score, and right. then things are based on, like, oh, do you have a high enough gear store to go into this area? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I yeah, I could take that or leave that. Well, I mean, it's no different than, like, oh, you have to be this level. It is, but also usually that is, like, your character is that strong. Right. Uh, like, I picked up this gun, and mm. now... I don't know. But I, I do appreciate the fact that... Because there's a lot of loot. Like, there's a helmet, there's chest, there's gloves, pants, and boots. That's, like, the loot system. Mm-hmm. I. Uh, one thing that I hate with those kind of games is sometimes, like, your loot can not really look like it flows together well, and it yeah. just kind of looks all random. I like that. <laughs> you can set this so, like, your loot is meaningless to the, the way your character looks. So okay. you can just kind of have your character have, like, a default look. Yeah. And no matter what the loot is, it, it doesn't change the look of your character. Yeah. So I, I like that because, as I said, like, I'd, I'd rather him just look normal i guess okay so which i mean he's just like a bearded guy that wears a baseball cap backwards and wears jeans and he's running in the world perfect yes (laughs) one thing that is painful is the traversal of just running around (laughs) okay it's not good in an open world game that's huge and I think part of that is because I just played Assassin's Creed. 
Mm-hmm. Which I guess, like, if I had to, like, put, like, art, like, Assassin's Creed and, like, this game, like, Assassin's Creed is more, like, arcadey. Yeah. And it's traversal where this is trying to be a little bit more realistic. Okay, because, like, Wildlands was not trying to be very realistic. It with was, that, like, I feel like. The traversal it was, because, like, it wanted you to drive and it wanted you to, like, ride motorcycles, or okay. specifically it wants you to hop in a helicopter and go, and that's what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. It's, like, where I think Assassin's Creed is just fun to like pick a direction and just run because you can just climb up a mountain with yeah ease. with relative ease it, yeah it's... you can just basically eat spider-man yes. up the side of a yes. fucking building yeah and with no effort and like yeah, you're yeah. going much faster and then you can jump off the mountain to the point where like odyssey at level 20 you didn't even take fall damage anymore so yeah, you can jump okay. off a mountain yeah where this is you know there's stamina and climbing up mountains are pretty painful, so you want to be riding helicopters as much as you can. Cool, cool. Which it's not as bad as you think, because like every time you go to a camp, you can just basically summon a helicopter. Okay. So, that's what I'm doing a lot. <laughs> this just sounds so much... Generic. Generic. And yes. like... So, I, that's I, I, I make jokes about it all the time, mm-hmm. but like... At what point is every Ubisoft game the same game? At this point. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> the, the, Tom Clancy's The Division yes. 2 came out earlier in the year, and like I get that that's trying to be more like Destiny, specifically, mm-hmm. or, or like it is trying to be more of a loot shooter, but like right. this also is that, right. whether intentionally or not. The difference is that was meant to be played with other people and squad up. Yeah. This you can squad up, but it's also designed that you can play alone. I, I, That's the only difference. I specifically, every time that a Ghost Recon game comes out, feel like a fucking curmudgeonly old man. Because I actually used to play ghost recon games Mm -hmm. on ps2 and like those were stealth first person shooters actual ghost recon you know what i mean and now they're just weird open world games that are the opposite of what i want to do ever but 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 every ubisoft game is becoming the opposite of what i want to do ever because like i don't really like far cry i've never really liked far cry like ghost recon I don't want to play the crew. Mm-hmm. Like, Watch Dogs is as close as I'm going to get, and at least Watch Dogs Legion looks like it has a unique hook. We'll see how that Whereas, works. like, this has the opposite of a unique hook, because every game is about modern military with PMCs, and oh, here we are now. I'm collecting loot, too. And, and uh, Tom Barenthal's name there. Name another game that is... John Barenthal, sorry. Name another open-world shooter where you collect loot, Manny. Uh, the, uh, yeah, I've, yeah. Never, I've, I've never heard of one. Sorry, actually, I was gonna say something, but no, never. I've never heard yeah. of one. Yeah, Borderlands. It's it's another one has never come out before this. Borderlands definitely take, didn't come I, out this no, year. Uh, yeah, neither did the, the division. division. Neither did the division. Neither did the Far Cry. Did Far Cry didn't. Uh, Destiny 2's newest expansion for sure didn't come out. No, no, no. Rage, nothing. Rage two. Rage was, two. What's that? That yeah, wasn't a loot. That wasn't a loot game. Thankfully, it wasn't a loot game. That was its one differentiator it just had bad abilities and just like even more generic open world that was that one even broke me yeah i just this one i'm not bought minding it as much 
this is why I like concrete, Janie, man, <laughs> is because I just like so many of these games come out mm-hmm. and they're all like, while Destiny's about space and Borderlands slightly is too like, I just, I want to do a different thing. I want to do, I want to not be a shooty man sometimes. I guess I haven't been one. I played Borderlands. Fuck. I was gonna say I haven't done yeah, that. Yeah. I haven't done that in a really long time. But I played Borderlands. So. But you forgot. That's how memorable it was. Yeah. But I mean, like they do have like a couple different things. Like the Mario Rabbids was a little different. Yeah. Occasionally they do have something. different. Occasionally going. they do have something that is different and cool. Oh, Watch Dogs comes out in March 2020. Mm-hmm. That, that was the other one I forgot earlier. Yeah. That which. That's going to be another open world game. Hey, but you know what? I haven't played an open world Ubisoft game since Watch Dogs 2. Really? (laughs) Wow. Yeah, because I quit Assassin's Creed. I had to stop. Mm. After, after, um, After Unity, I was like... Never again. Wow. We're never here again. Yeah. I mean, they've reinvented the formula since right, then. Right. Maybe I should, but I'm okay. Which now it is much more of an RPG. Because that is the thing that keeps happening now mm. that is good for most people, but I do not like, is almost every game is being designed now to be played forever. Right. And while that's great, if you don't want to play all the new releases that come out, it sucks because i don't know like if you ever try to go back to something like that people have been playing it for months and months like i this time i'm gonna try to stay on top of monster hunter but they new content comes out for that every month you know what i mean and it just i don't know you get so far behind that at a certain point it's like well i might as well not even play anymore but like that's why i try not i it's one of the reasons i don't play destiny they're trying to do that with borderlands 3 and like that's gonna suck it just yeah, I don't know. Not mm-hmm. every game needs to be the forever game. Right. And th- that's what every Ubisoft game is trying to do, I think. Are, are they doing that, or are they just making big open-world games because they're... No, they're t- because then they also, like, Ghost Recon Wildlands had weekly events until, oh, like, yeah, yeah, a yeah. month ago. That's true. <laughs> I guess... So, I, I don't know. I, I just... I play that game, I play them, I finish them, and then I don't think about them again type of thing. Yeah, so, I would like to do that but most games now don't let you do that they're like oh we'll come back in two weeks and we'll have this other thing or whatever and i that drives me nuts now i, I mean I, I realize that it's like a good thing for companies and people enjoy playing games like that because they play with their friends but like we i buy a new game on average once a week right mm-hmm. so like it just I don't know. At a certain point, it's not feasible to have, like, 12 games I'm playing all at once. Right. Like, that's one of the reasons why I only played these two games, even though I had a third game that was new, was I mm-hmm. still am playing Monster Hunter with Nukia. Right. Which I have now played Iceborne more than I played the original game. Yeah, I, I like to try to have three games going on at once, which... I just started another one that last night, which I won't talk about now. Recently, but. I've been trying to do one at a time. See, I, I it like no longer is working or happening. I I'm enjoying doing like one hour a night per game type of thing because hmm. it's allowing me to take my time with ukulele and enjoy it. And like this Ghost Recon Breakpoint, an hour a night, I'm not gonna burn out, you know. Because like otherwise, what I would do is I try to beat it like do 30 hours or 40 hours in one week and then i'd burn out that's how i play video games and, and we're now i'm just like why don't i just try to slow down and enjoy each game i'm playing i can't live that life but i appreciate that you do mm-hmm. 
No, I I just can't do anything like that. Right, like, right. I can't I can't watch TV shows week to week anymore. I can't do I can't. Oh, do TV shows. I mean, I marathon them, but like I'm also weird with like TV shows and movies where like I'll sit down and watch 20 minutes. Oh, see, I can't do that. Like that's why I have a problem playing a lot of games now. Is like I'll have to do stuff every couple hours or like go somewhere and meet somebody. Mm-hmm. And, like, I usually won't play a game unless I can play for, like, a minimum of two hours in a oh, sitting. Wow, okay. Because I just, like, I don't retain anything in mm. shorter sittings. Or it just makes it feel like it is the longest experience of all time for me. And then I start to, like, resent the game. And I'm like, why is it so long? Mm. And then I finish it and it fucking took, like, 20 hours. And right. it's like, oh, well, that wasn't long at all. Like, I legitimately felt like Borderlands was the longest game I ever played in my entire life. <laughs> and it took maybe 30 hours. I also was not enjoying it very much, yeah. granted, but, like, recently, like, I felt like I played Judgment for 800 billion hours, and it was, mm-hmm. like, maybe 29 hours. So, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I like playing games in longer sessions like that. But. Yeah, where, like, as we talked about with the Origins, Assassin's Creed Origins, that took me, like, over a month to play 40 hours. Yeah. And I'm enjoying doing it that way. So. Yeah. But it also helps to play, like shorter games because like ukulele is going to end up taking me like two weeks to beat yeah where like you could beat it on your flight possibly yeah so yeah all right well we will have a part three today i guess yeah i'll go get We've the done uh, that. Oh, yeah wow. man wow we got so much time the possibilities are endless get the snowman head Ooh, I, we haven't done one of these in so long gonna mix it up we'll ah, see. the last one we pulled and then we had to pull again because you were like we cannot do super smash brothers oh that's true um and okay. then we talked about oh god oh boy we picked a real one that i could go on oh, about yeah, for a long time that's okay. okay uh so we pulled phoenix Wright from the snowman head i have played every Phoenix Wright game except for three of them, which is a lot of video games. That's Phoenix Wright 1 through 6, Ace Attorney Investigations, and Ace Attorney Investigations 2. The three I have not played are two that did not come out here in this country, so I can't be held accountable. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they don't star Phoenix Wright. They are about Sherlock Holmes Mm. and Phoenix Wright's ancestor. And they happen in England. I did hack a 3DS and purchase the first one because a fan translation just finished. But I became sidetracked with other things, so I haven't played it yet. And the second one, the fan translation is still happening. Mm. And the other one was a crossover between Phoenix Wright and Professor Layton. And I opted out of that one. Because Professor Layton games I have a mixed relationship with. Sometimes the puzzles are cool, sometimes they're not. So for those who do not know... Phoenix Wright is a visual novel series about a lawyer named Phoenix Wright. Uh, and the whole crux of it is a lot of reading. But unlike most visual novels, it's not just reading. You actually mm-hmm. have to use deductive reasoning skills and things. You get an inventory. Uh, and it essentially, you have phases. So you'll start a case. You'll see, you'll be told about a murder. You'll go to the scene. You'll investigate, get some information. Uh, And then you will go to the courtroom where you will have to question witnesses. You can press their statements and figure out if they're lying uh, or present evidence. 
and make them spill the beans, so to say. This series is a buck-ass wild. It mm. has gone on for a long time now. The first three games in Japan were on the Game Boy Advance. Okay. They did not come out on the Game Boy Advance here in the U.S. They came out on the DS. Those original DS versions are worth a fuckload of money. You have them. I do not have them. Oh, that's uh, so the first time I ended up playing Phoenix Wright was when they re-released them on the Wii. Okay. I have them as Wii uh, eShop games that are no longer supported, so they're on an SD card. I couldn't download them again if I wanted to. But uh, it, did they re-release these, or did they re-release other ones? Because they just re- did the So the, the first three were just remastered in HD. Right. Uh, and so that is the original three games. Okay. They were, like I said, GBA games yes. that then became DS games here. That is why they translate and work on the Wii and the, the all the new consoles like PS4 and stuff because the GBA games were for one screen. Right. Whereas I do not think they will be able to release Apollo Justice, the fourth game, the fifth game, Dual Destinies, and the sixth game, Spirit of Justice, because they all really pretty heavily revolve around the fact that there are two screens. Or you have mm-hmm. to do a lot of stuff with two screens or things from the DS. Uh... So I don't know about those ones. I would like to see them re-released because the first three games are act as a trilogy. Like, they are maybe my favorite trilogy in all of video games. Like, they tell a complete story. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where if you just played the third game, it would not have the same effect if you had not played the first two. Mm -hmm. Although the second one is like, whatever. I could take or leave the second game. But the the cases are still fun. You meet all kinds of weird characters. They have dumb pun names uh but like over the course of those three games you really grow to know phoenix and like him a lot and his partner maya and his friend larry butts Mm -hmm. the his friend who is the rival prosecutor most of the time miles edgeworth is my personal favorite uh of the original trilogy but then this so that tells like a whole arc and they could have stopped there they did not. And they tried Capcom. These games are made by Capcom. That, that's what I was going to ask. This is made by Capcom. Yes, it is. Do they make anything else, or do they just do Phoenix Wright, the studio? Uh, I believe this team, they also made Ghost Trick, one of my top ten favorite games of all time. Right, I do remember uh, that from your... They generally make this, as far as I am aware. Okay. I think that they work uh, on other stuff as well, but I, I don't know. Okay, I was just kind of wondering because, like, you don't really hear about this studio too much. No, not really. Um, or even the series that much. I hear about the series quite frequently, mm-hmm. but I follow many different channels right. than you. So, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, like when they were re-releasing them in HD on Steam, mm. PS4, and on non-Nintendo consoles, like it was a huge deal. Right. Okay. I, uh, right. I I just think like when I think Capcom, I think Resident Evil. Devil May Cry, Street Fighter. I guess those are probably. See, the whereas, big three. like, if I was going to think of three Capcom franchises, they would be Street Fighter, Mega Man, and Phoenix Wright. Okay, Mega Man. Yeah, that's an All Monster one. Hunter. Like, I, oh, I, yeah, I think of a lot. Uh, yeah. Right. But, yeah, they have Devil May Cry. Like, I would also think of Beautiful Joe mm-hmm. because. I am a repressed individual. Release. When is Beautiful Joe coming out in HD? Man. Fuck. I ask about this on Twitter all the time, and no one answers me. Except for the Beautiful Joe fan account. Pissing me off. Capcom's in a good place right now. And we deserve 
HD re-releases of a previously made video game is Wouldn't all I'm you saying. Would you rather them making new games? No. I would rather that wow. they release Beautiful Joe 1 and 2 and possibly Red Hot Rumble on the fucking modern consoles. Okay. Okami has been re-released and recreated on every console since the fucking PS2. Mm-hmm. When is Beautiful Joe? That's all I'm saying. You fucking Phoenix Wright, a GBA game series was re-released and beautiful joe is my man is shafted i'm wearing a beautiful joe shirt right now Mm. my passion is shining (laughs) through but anyways phoenix phoenix right is great Great. uh the first the first trilogy the first three games it ended in a good place and i was like whoa this is a great story you don't need to make more capcom then decided to continue the series but move a new character into the forefront and his name was apollo justice Apollo is my favorite character overall in the entire franchise. That is an extremely controversial opinion. (laughs) Because that game Apollo relegated Phoenix to being a homeless criminal, basically. Mm. And there are various reasons for this. And Apollo is a brand new lawyer and he comes into his own over the course of his trilogy. Now, where this gets annoying to me is the fourth game is literally called Apollo Justice. It is about Apollo, and it involves Phoenix heavily, because he's a criminal, and you're... whatever. He's heavily involved in the first and last case. But he never gives Apollo, like, enough time to shine and, like, be his own person. Like, he will end up coming in and helping. And people did not like Apollo Justice very much, generally. So then when they announced the fifth one... It was all about Phoenix Wright again, okay? Mm. Apollo was there, and he had a really dope eye patch. Uh, And he was in it for not very long, right? But he still played actually a pretty big role near the end of the game. So it was like, oh man, they're really going to fuck over Apollo and go back to Phoenix? Mm -hmm. And then the sixth game is 50-50. You play as half Phoenix, half Apollo, and it like alternates every other case. Phoenix is doing cases in uh, this foreign country, and Apollo is doing them in the U.S. It's it's really weird. And it comes together in a cool way that ends up dealing with Apollo's past, and it ends his arc perfectly. If it was me, I would have a new character in a new Phoenix Wright game, although I don't know that they'll ever make another one now, uh, especially because the 3DS is gone. Right. I, I don't know if they will make one for this geared towards the Switch or for That's modern consoles. Like I, I just don't kind of wondering what what are they going to do. After I, I don't this? know if they will make another one. I mean, it's not that hard to make a visual novel, right? And people really like these characters, and they sell well for the types of games they are. When was the last time they made one? Uh, it's probably been a while. Spirit of Justice came out in 2016 or 2017. I don't remember. Okay, so it wasn't so that long yeah, ago. only a few handful of years ago. Um, Capcom has handled this franchise, like, in my opinion, pretty poorly, especially in the U.S., because, like, they waited so long Mm. to bring it over from Japan, so it had to be on a new set of consoles. They had to do a whole bunch of development work for it, and then they would take huge gaps between the ones on the 3DS, and they would, like, flip-flop on who they wanted to be the main character, but specifically in the U.S., they stopped releasing physical versions of it. Like, there is no physical version of the fifth or the sixth game here in the U.S., but there were in Europe. And, like, 
the reps for those games at the time would say really shitty things like well the demand in the u.s just isn't high enough because you guys aren't big enough fans and like weird shit mm. like that it's just like come on dude yeah what, what are you doing to me oh you're and, doing like, some some of the statements were along the lines of like you're lucky there's even a sixth game and it was like jesus christ at a certain point, all you're doing is insulting the fans. The, the people who want to purchase your fucking yeah. product. Like, I literally would have paid ten more dollars to just have these games physically, but I can't do that. Right. Which kind of, not to go off topic, but like ukulele, do you think you'll go digital or physical? I'm going to buy it digitally. Because it is $10 It's $10 more cheaper. So it's, the reason that happens with Switch carts is because yeah. of the cost of carts. Yes, yes. So if they make them physically, they're usually $10 more if they're a digital right. type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I absolutely love Phoenix, right? Like mm. I, man, him and Apollo are some of my favorite video game character. Like I, Apollo would be my top 10 video game characters of all time. I think wow. if I had to say that I like his arc is so good. Fuck everyone who doesn't like Apollo justice. That's my stance. I paid an absurd amount of money for that DS game. Mm. Cause I bought it way after the fact. Um, and you couldn't have bought it digitally, or you wanted it. I could not buy it digitally. They did finally release it on the 3DS eShop. Oh, so I could buy Apollo Justice digitally now, but there was a long time where you couldn't. Um, so yeah, now actually, because of the HD re-release of the first three games on the 3DS, you could play all six of them. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the Ace the Ace Attorney franchise is great. There was a spin-off series where you played as prosecutor Miles Edgeworth. Uh, and that was more like you actually physically walk around as opposed to it just being a visual, like text based thing with pictures. You could actually control Edgeworth in the crime scenes. And that first game is really cool and it's really good. The second one I have used illicit means to play. I had to hack uh I had to hack my 3ds so that i could play a fan translation of it mm. and i did not beat that second one i got like a quarter of the way through and people claim that it is has some of the best cases in the whole franchise but boy the second case was one of the worst of the mm. whole series and it really dragged it down for me and i kind of lost interest a little bit the but cases can get pretty long can't they? they can get pretty long so that was the issue with that one it was one of the longest ones in the entire franchise and also one of the worst i think wow it just was not good traditionally they get longer as the game goes on yep so yeah they start kind of short and mm. then they get progressively longer and longer and usually the last case in each game will deal with things that happened in the previous few and you'll use knowledge from that right. to build on it. And yeah, mm-hmm. the third game does a lot. And they always introduce interesting new prosecutors. Like the first game, the prosecutor is Edgeworth, and you find out that he used to be friends with Phoenix when they were kids. And then, like, despite the fact that they have like a rivalry and Edgeworth is kind of a dick they end up rekindling their friendship. And then while you still face off against Edgeworth, sometimes you're like friends. Mm -hmm. The second game introduced Francesca von Karma, who uses a whip and she will whip Phoenix in the courtroom. Shit's fucked up. (laughs) The third game, Um, they introduce Godot, who is this guy who literally has like a Gordy visor from Star Trek. And he like is obsessed with coffee the fourth game is a rock star who doubles as a prosecutor. The fifth game is 
one of my other favorite characters, Black Quill, who will often whip out a katana in the courtroom and then, like, display his skill by cutting a falling feather. He's got a fucking raven on his arm. He's so sick. He makes a brief cameo appearance in the sixth game. Uh, but the sixth game is, like, this weird monk guy. His name's Nayuda something. I don't know. They they introduce buck wild characters and they all have like a ton of personality mm-hmm. and are very well designed and it's a very Capcom esque thing. Is it all kind of set in America? So that that's one of the weird things about it is very much the games are taking place in Japan. No America. But for the localization, right? They were like, oh, but it takes place in the U.S specifically like california like san Mm -hmm. francisco and so for the first few games that is okay and like you can let it pass the one where i could no longer handle it was the fifth game because there is a case where it is so japanese and it is taking place in this town that is based on japanese yokai and like weird japanese superstitions and they're like well this is just like a special pop-up yokai town in california or whatever and you're like what so yeah there will be a bunch of weird stuff where you're like ah yes this is taking place in america extreme air quotes so there's a bunch of weird localization stuff and like after they did it for a couple games they had to continue the charade Mm -hmm. so it's just fucking weird yeah, that's one thing I appreciate about the Yakuza series. They're not like, this is taking place in Houston. Yeah, no, it's like, it's very much, <laughs> Kamarocho is a Japanese yeah, city. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they tried to do that. Right, right. Because um, that, then that's like uh, Yokai Watch, where you just played. Yeah, yeah. Where you had complaints about that as well. Yeah, where they're like, oh, yes, we went from America to America. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you guys really fucked up on that one. <laughs> Which, do they think that sells better? I, 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 I don't know, but I also don't think they were expecting the third game to right. literally have the character go to America. Well, yeah, yeah. No one expected that that to happen. So, But, but Phoenix Wright, like, yeah, they kind of pigeonholed themselves. And they're like, mm. well, fuck, we got to continue the yeah, yeah, yeah. this is taking place in the U.S. thing. Um, I think they could change it if they really They could if they really to. wanted to, but now it's just a weird, dumb thing. Uh... The thing that most everyone knows from Phoenix Wright is him yelling objection. That is the best part of the whole video game franchise is when he yells objection in English. Mm-hmm. And I've watched a lot of YouTube videos of him yelling objection in every language because it's just weird and interesting. Um, that is someone who is actually one of the people who was brought up on uh, sexual accusations recently. Ben Judd Mm. is the voice of Phoenix, right? Uh, But I still love the voice in general. And like all of the characters have weird shit that they'll say, like objection, hold it. It was a fucking game boy advance game. There wasn't a lot you could do. And the voice was so severely digitized that it's like hilarious. And I just, I love it. Objection. And they'll just scream, hold it. All of them, uh, mm. each character has a bunch of weird, unique stuff that they yell. And it, it's just, it, it is a series that I find so full of charm that, like, I can't help but love right. it. I could see why people wouldn't, like, if you don't like reading that much. Like, it's that's literally all it is. Um, but if you enjoy solving mysteries and things, it's just a weird, dumb, fun mystery game. And, like, you... 
feel like you are a genius when you're like, yes, I am winning this court case, right. even though it's like very funneling I, you into specific. I things. was going to ask, is it more like uh, judgment where you there's very little agency? No, you you're, have to do a lot. So like it's in some of the cases, you have like 15 to 20 items and you'll have to figure out which one to Okay. play in certain situations but usually they're trying to push you towards that like with right. deductive reasoning like you you'll go th all the way through someone's testimony and you can press them on specific statements and they might give you a little more information but if you get all the way through without figuring anything out phoenix will like talk to the his the person he has on his bench and they'll give you some hint as to like what you should do that's not to say the series isn't without insane leaps of logic like, sometimes it's funneling you into it and you feel like a genius, and there are other times where you're like, I literally don't understand what you want from me here because your brain, you're like mm -hmm. 4D chessing it, and you're like, I know what you want. How can I possibly get there from right. this point? And you'll play like, oh, well, you must be something on this newspaper, but the game doesn't think you notice that. Or like, there are weird leaps of logic that doesn't happen every so often, but in cases that aren't so great you remember those moments right. where you're like oh fuck this uh i mean if you wanted to you could just literally open up an faq and yeah. just follow it because it's easy you can just follow stuff but then guide. like what's the point? what's the point of even playing yeah, it right yeah. then it's like just reading a novel i like, guess right, which right. you could just watch someone's let's play or whatever but it, it is a very enjoyable franchise mm. and i feel bad because i can't ever really recommend it to someone especially because it was on so many different consoles. Right. Now I could recommend that people play the first three, but then it's like, I don't know many people who have the patience to sit through three visual novels that will probably take you upwards of 60 hours to play all three. Okay. That's, I mean like you take your time with, yeah, that I mean, they're like 20 hours and yeah. I know a lot of people, uh, enjoy playing like an hour before bed or something. Right. It's just like a fun time before you do that. But, over the course of it, it has grown into a larger universe, and like you know the characters when characters recur, mm -hmm. you're like, oh shit, I remember this person, or you you know who they are, things like that, uh, and that charm carries over into the two Japanese only games I have not played, The Great Ace Attorney, that feature Sherlock Holmes, because everywhere but here, pretty much, he is public domain, and you can just like put him oh. in stuff. So that's why it has it didn't come over here. Yes, I th I believe it's specifically uh, here in the UK. It's like slightly weird, whereas like everywhere else it's been out for so long. It's public domain, so you can just like we could write a book about Sherlock Holmes and, and get it published somewhere. It yeah, uh, so that's why there's some weird light rights issues with that. So I, they just gave up on it, and now that the 3DS's life is over, they're not going to put out two 3DS games right. and not make any return on it. Uh, but people do say. That those are the two best games. Oh, that's a bummer. Period. So I'm very excited to play the fan translation at some point. Um, so it, it it never came to the UK then. It did not. No, it just just Japan. Oh, okay. And so I I have it in English now because a group of dedicated fans is doing that, and they like try really hard to make it as authentic as possible. Um, so so someday I will play that. I mm. I have the physical copy of it. And I have a hacked 3DS with the patch on it that can apply to the cartridge. So someday it'll be interesting. <laughs> so yeah, that's three of the games in the franchise that were Japan only. One of which I have played halfway through and the other two I have not played at all yet. But it, it's just, 
yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a it's a very good franchise. I right. like it. I like it a lot. Visual novels, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that'll do it. Yeah. It'll end up being a shorter episode, which Yeah. I mean, we are recording this on a Wednesday night. We are recording it on a Wednesday because I am leaving for Japan tomorrow evening. Yes. Well, technically Friday morning, but I'm going to the airport tomorrow evening. So. What time are you leaving? Like, I assume like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning type of thing? Or uh, like flying out, I guess. We're flying out at 6 a.m. on... Um, oh, and you're leaving at 10? Yeah, because then we'll get to the airport at like 1, and the, you want to be there hours early. Oh, you're not going to the... TSA. Binghamton Airport. No, no, we're going to Philadelphia. Okay. So, yeah. It is... I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to be a surreal experience. Yeah, Right now, despite the fact that I will leave here tomorrow to begin my journey, it does not feel real, Mm -hmm. and I'm convinced that it will not even be real until we have a transfer in Minnesota to then go straight to the Haneda Airport in Tokyo. It will not be real until I am on that plane. So not until like midday Friday will it be a real experience for me, and it's gonna be insane. I I would personally be panicking about the flight. So I don't want to be in a plane for yeah, that amount of time. Yeah, but I can sleep on planes. I don't have that issue that a lot of people have. So I will be able to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's gonna be crazy, man. I. Video games are the reason I'm going. I mean, yeah. I'm going to see a Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross concert. Right. Which is crazy. Which... I'm also going to have an owl on my wrist for a 40-minute walk at some point. Really? Yeah. It's going to be weird. You like wear a glove, and then you, the owls are there. We have medium-sized owls. It would have been $30 more for a large owl. I don't even know what that means. I don't know if you want a large owl. I would want a large owl. I just I want... Feel owl, like... Owls are so cool. They I'm are... exciting. But like the bigger, the bigger, the more they could fuck me up. Yeah, in a like the bigger claws yeah. that you have. So, so yeah, I am going to go to some arcades and have some weird video game related experiences, but also just witness Japan, man. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be fucking absolutely wild. I'm very excited for you because I know you've been wanting. Yeah, to I do wanted this. this for like my whole life. Yes. So it's insane. Um, but we will be back in two weeks. Yes, I'll we'll have to figure it out because I I will be technically getting back Wednesday at twelve oh one one minute into Wednesday, and then so so we might be able to record this on Thursday possibly Friday. But I think we should probably do Friday. We should probably do Friday. But extra life is, is the thing? next day, November second, yes. the day after the, mm. our next podcast goes up. Yes is extra life which we do every year i guess we should do a plug for extra life i I have enough time yeah we for those who don't know it is it supports the children's miracle network Mm -hmm. we specifically we pick the hospital that the money we raise goes to um and it is the golisano upstate hospital in syracuse new york yes so we essentially for those who don't know what extra life is on my twitch channel twitch.tv slash drac 96 we play multiplayer games for 24 hours mm-hmm. straight, and uh, people donate money. If you would like to, you can tune in, check it out. You don't have to, obviously, um, but we would appreciate it. Over the past four or five years, we have raised multiple thousands of dollars, which is insane for hey, us. For us, like I just, it, yeah. it's bananas. Like. I never would have thought that us just, like, dicking around for a 24-hour stream, like, I usually set the goal to, like, 
a hundred or two hundred dollars because that's an easily obtainable thing mm-hmm. and then we usually blow past whatever the goal i said is and then like yeah we've raised multiple almost three thousand dollars i think mm-hmm. over the course of the past four years and like that's the fact that people tune in to watch us do anything is insane right um but i i do appreciate it so. i thought we'd go through the games that we're gonna play so. oh yeah uh, Super Mario Maker 2, that'll probably just be you and I yeah. just passing the controller back and forth, mm-hmm. and then we're going to hop into some Dreams. Dreams, yeah. Uh, the Media Molecule game. Mm-hmm. Then Jumbo wanted to play Tekken 7. Yes, he did. And then I have uh, Crash Team Racing. Crash Team Racing. Then Justin wanted to play Stick Bold. Stick Bold, yeah. I do not, but that's, uh, you know, everybody gets the game they yes. want to play at some point. Uh, and then he also wanted to play Catastronauts. Yes, which I guess that is, like, overcooked, but on a spaceship. Okay. So you're, like, it's more or less you're, like, trying to fix, like, keep the spaceship going. Mm-hmm. And then he has another game that he, pending, if he doesn't want it, we'll just fill it with something. Okay. And then we're going to move into Cayman Rider. Yeah, man. Which is another jumbo game. That is another jumbo fighting game. And then Ultimate Muscle, which Ultimate is... Ultimate Muscle Legends versus New Generation. Is like... Uh, always the classic at Extra Life. If you donate, mm-hmm. we will make a creative re- a created wrestler in that game and name it after you with shitty alliteration. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually... Oh, fuck, I'll have to check that before Extra Life because I'm running out of space for custom characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, if you if you do watch Extra Life, if you donate before Ultimate Muscle happens, uh, Which that... your name, any amount, if you want to mm-hmm. donate a dollar, go ahead. I'll make, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever your name is yeah. with alliteration. Sometimes it's hard to think of things that are alliterate with it. It's usually bad. It's usually very bad. Uh, and then we're going to move into Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, Luigi's Mansion 3. Three it's a multiplayer, yeah. yeah. Uh, then Smash Ultimate, so we'll keep the, the Switch Smash going. Smash Bros, yeah. And then the next three games are many games that you were... Yes, pending. so I'm pissed off because I wanted to play Killer Queen Black so bad. Apparently, right. like, doesn't have local multiplayer, mm. which is the entire purpose of the game. So we'll see how that pans out. So, but I have two other ones that I will... I, I'm going to buy Samurai Gun and Heave Ho, which mm. is a really fucking stupid game that we will all enjoy. And after year three, mm-hmm. which if we have to, we have like, there are tons of these like local multiplayer. We can yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're just going to play some classics, some like Nidhogg, yeah, one or two. One I don't or know. two. Yeah, either one. I, I mean, I have them both on my mm-hmm, PS4, so right. I can switch between. Uh, Crawl, which is. Crawl is a really game. fun game, yeah. Ultimate Chicken Horse. I specifically wanted to do this at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> because that's when the shit really goes that's down. That's when the shit really goes down. Everyone mm-hmm. is slightly upset. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. And it gets to a point where we, people just make it impossible to get through the levels. Yeah. And like, fantastic job, guys. Fantastic. I love this. And then a stick fight because that was just. Yeah, we had a lot of fun playing yes. stick fight last year. And then, and then, classic. We end with Fortune Street for two hours, as always. We never finish it, never, because it's impossible to finish <laughs> a game of Fortune Street. But me and Jumbo do love it. Mm-hmm. It's like imagine Monopoly, but if it had a stock market. That's what it is, and it's just as slow. Uh, Monopoly may no, be slower. It, no, this game is slower than Monopoly. Wow, I can finish a, bold... a game of Monopoly very quickly. Mm-hmm. I f- that's a common misconception uh, that I think that it takes too long. I think people are just slow at Monopoly. But Fortune Street's fucking slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And games can last for a bajillion hours. 
Um, and so, yeah, then we usually end with some Jackbox Party Pack yeah. action. I'll have to check that out because the newest one comes out this week. Right. So I'll have to see if it has any cool new games on it. I am a little disappointed that Sonic in the New Olympic game Sonic in the... Uh, is coming out, like, the 5th, November 5th. I know, we could have played a terrible yeah. minigame. Yeah, yeah. What a bummer. It, it's, it's devastating. You know what I noticed we don't have on here that I'm very excited about? No Mario Party. Oh, yeah. We've played Mario Party for at least the past two years. No longer. It is a thing of the past. Well, Unless I mean, they make a new Mario Party. No, I'm not making it one of my games. Well, Justin. No. Justin doesn't want to play Mario Party. No one. I'm, I'm going to lose the cartridge before mm. then. No, we won't be, no, be able to play. Fair. How, how, the newest one isn't bad. How can we play? It it's not bad. It's fine. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. No, like, I'm yeah. glad we're not playing it. Anyways, it we're playing could be like worse. A... We could play... Um... Animal Crossing. Oh, oh my God! Do you want to? That can be one of my three games. I mean, we could. It takes the little. Oh, you know what? Do you still have that Tamagotchi game? Uh, in the 3DS? No, on the Wii. I never had the Tamagotchi Party, oh, where you become the president. It's probably in my bin. Of if you let games. me know if you have that, that'll be one of my games. I think it'll replace Killer Queen Black because Jumbo keeps asking me if we can play the Tamagotchi party game. And See, that was Justin's and I don't know if he oh, left it with okay. me. Well, or... if, if you don't have it, I will ask Justin because that game is dumb mm-hmm. and takes maybe negative effort to play because it's <laughs> mostly just text. And that was on the Wii. It was on the Wii. So I have a Wii. We, it will well, be we there could for just, Fortune Street. But. We could just do the Wii U or something. So we could, yeah. I guess we, if you want... I don't know if we'd want to go from that to Fortune Street. No, I don't know that we would want to go from that to Fortune Street. So we may want to do like Smash uh, Ultimate and then that or something. We'll see. I, so I've tried to put thought into this as much as I can. A, li- a little bit before Extra Life happens, mm-hmm. I usually update the extra life page and then right. blast it out on facebook and social media and stuff um, i just so we I... will put the schedule up and a little bit before extra life just right. so you know if you tune in at specific times if you want to see specific games uh but if not twitch.tv slash drag 96 get up in that on november 2nd we will be there for 24 hours so if you want to come hang out with us or just you know enjoy us yelling at each other very loudly and becoming upset late at night. Yeah. Uh, you can tune right in. I have not figured out when I I normally do a yearly stream of one of my favorite games of all time, Grim Fandango, beforehand. I will probably do that on the Thursday beforehand, which is October thirty first. I wouldn't make that promise. That's only four hours. You're gonna be coming back from No, it'll be the day after the, I came back. Yeah, because you'll recover that quick. Listen, man, it's gonna be fine. I'll be able to play a four-hour video game. It will be probably that day, maybe Friday, uh, in the middle of the day. We'll find out. I will post these things mm-hmm. on the social medias. Uh, my Twitter is direct ninety-six. Or no, just kidding. It's not. It's the one thing where I got the name I wanted. It's at Manatron. M A N A T R O N. So if you follow me on Twitter, if you know mm-hmm. me on Facebook. The Game Time with Manny page. I post I post it everywhere. The social media allows me to post it. Extra Life is happening. We could probably put it in the description of this. We could as well. Or put like, it in the description of the podcast, yeah. Yeah, because for the next two at least. Yeah, so if two weeks, uh, things are happening. Extra mm-hmm. Life. We will be doing that. I will be getting back from Japan, so I'll be able to tell tales of the Far East. Yeah. 
I assume you're not going to have a lot of stories of games. Probably not, but maybe. Because like, you're going to have plans of playing all these games, and then you're probably not going to play much. Oh, uh, I, I have a feeling I may play one video game, right. uh, which is probably going to be ukulele, oh. but we'll see. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we will be back in two weeks, Great. a regularly scheduled time. I am curious to see how you're going to be doing. But I will exist in time. It may The podcast may become a fever dream. It, it, if you are in a fever dream, and then you're going into a 24-hour oh, break it's stream. Oh, it's going to be a time, Matt. There may be a moment where I'm like, Manny, you need to go to bed yeah, for a bit. Time's, time's up. <laughs> it's, it's over for you. It'll probably be the moment when I actually kill Jumbo live on stream. <laughs> Uh, because yeah, because he doesn't know how to hold back. No, so. he doesn't understand when no. I get truly, truly upset. He and he likes that. He like he loves making me upset. It's his whole <laughs> life goal. So yeah, if you want to see Jumbo piss me yeah. off, tune in back to your life. <laughs> oh man, that's what friends are for. Yeah. Anyways, with that, it'll do it. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, next time we will have the. Probably the similar format, just yeah. less less news overall. And, and I'll, I'll probably be the one who curates it because you're going to be not worrying I'll about be, video game news. I'll be I'll be twelve hours off, yeah. thirteen hours off. In fact, I, I hope you will not be like no, sitting I, on Twitter and Reddit. Like, ooh, what's the big news? No, here? I'll be busy most <laughs> yes. days probably. Uh, so. But yeah, we will catch you guys yeah. in two weeks. As always, the theme song "Sting Operation" by the band Anamanaguchi. Great chiptune band. Check them out. Peace.